is getting crazy in the first round of the NFL draft. So many wide receivers are getting drafted, traded, none of them involving the Bears at this <laughs> point. Also not involving the Packers to this point, though. We'll Did involve yeah. the Lions, however, with Jamison Williams. A lot, lot going on with the wide receivers. What's up? Welcome in. This is the CHGO Draft Day Live show presented by PointsBet. And if you're looking to bet on who the Bears will take, head over to PointsBet, the home of live betting for the NFL Draft. PointsBet will price any draft market you want. Download the PointsBet app today. Use code CHGO to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. What's up? I'm Adam Hogue, Nicholas Moriano, Will DeWitt. Olin Krutz will join us as soon as the first round is over to get his take on everything that's happened and get you ready for the Bears picks, which we expect tomorrow. But welcome in. We're happy you're here. We're happy we're here. Mm -hmm. We're going to have a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. I mean, this draft <laughs> is nuts. You can't not have fun with, with everything that's going on right now. You can't keep up with all the madness that's ensuing. <laughs> and uh, I'm, we have the draft up here on the screen, and I don't know if that's even enough because of all <laughs> the movement that's going on right now. Uh, so the biggest news that just went down right before we got on that we need to react to is that A.J. Brown was traded to the Eagles. Yeah. And with that pick... Tennessee took a different wide receiver in Traylon Burks from, mm -hmm. from Arkansas after a bunch of wide receivers have already come off the board. Um, and by the way, I just want to point out, according to our guy, Dane Brugler in the Beast, the next wide receiver up is Sky Moore. Your guy, oh Will. <laughs> I mean, that's how deep we've already gotten with the wide receivers yep. in this first round. A.J. Brown traded, gets a four-year, $100 million contract uh, with $57 million guaranteed, according to some reports that are already out there. That's a big deal. Um, and then, like, also worth a first-round pick is Marquise Brown, apparently. Number 23 overall, is that correct? Like, yeah. that's... That seemed a little high. So he goes to Arizona. So it's not even just the wide receivers, and we'll recap them all here in a minute, but the wide receivers in the draft, it's also we're seeing veterans traded as mm -hmm. well. Yeah, and that doesn't bode well for the Bears, right? For seeing who can possibly be there in the second round with all the wide receivers that have been taken. I think it really started, um, you guys, at pick number 10 when the Jets took Garrett Wilson, and then you saw three consecutive trade-ups. And yeah. then you get Chris Olave to the Saints. You get James Willi Jameson Williams to the Detroit Lions. Then the Eagles take uh, Jordan Davis. But you just saw wide receivers go off the board there. And like I said, the Bears the Bears need wide receivers. Who's going to be, even be there in yeah. round two? Five already off the clock. Two veterans have already kind of you know moved teams here in the mm -hmm. last half hour. And the Bears are going to play the waiting game. And obviously you don't want to pick just for need. And I know there's some good quality depth here at the position, but – there's a chance that you're looking at eight receivers off the board before tonight's over. Yeah. Eight, eight, man. That would be – and we haven't seen, like, the run on, like, corners yet, so I wonder if that's going to happen too. But right. eight wide receivers, again, players in need. But we just saw Trevor Penning also just got drafted to the Saints just to kind of keep up with everything that's going on with this crazy draft. But, yeah, it's it's been – everything is advertised. Well, let's recap the wide receivers, okay, since I know that's what the Bears fans we've, – we've heard it for months now, <laughs> and we understand it. Um, and they're having similar conversations in Green Bay as well. So we did not see a wide receiver go until number eight. Falcons, Drake London, the wide receiver from USC, was the first to go. Then skip a pick. Ten, Garrett Wilson 
comes off the board to the Jets. So they'll have a Wilson to Wilson connection there mm-hmm. in New York. The big trade up from the Saints to go get Chris Olave. Even bigger trade up from the Lions, Jamison Williams. So a couple dangerous with Amon uh Amaran St. Brown. I always mm-hmm. screw that yeah. up. He's good though. He's way better football player than I am at saying his name. Uh <laughs> paired with Jamison Williams, and all of a sudden. Those are some matchup problems in the NFC North. I mean, you still have Jared Goff throwing him the ball, but <laughs> for all the negative things we can say about Jared Goff, he's still competent mm-hmm. as a starter. He's not dominant, and obviously you saw what the Rams did without him once they got Matthew Stafford, but that's a problem the Bears are going to have to start to deal with. Then Jahan Dotson goes to the USFL Commanders <laughs> uh, at number 16. And Traylon Burks off the board at 18 to the Titans. So, I guess it could be worse if, like, any of those guys had gone to Green Bay. Yep. I would imagine. Um, well, I forgot. We do have Aaron Rodgers here with us all the time producing. We could check in with him at any given moment on how he's feeling about the wide receivers coming off the board. Yeah. Hi, guys. <laughs> yeah. How you doing? Uh, I'm all right. You know what, though? I need to. Oh, yeah. Oh. I need to get involved here because. <laughs> All I the wide receivers you, are being taken. You know, you see the Steelers are on the clock up there, uh, up in our, straight above my head here, up there. Yeah. Uh, we got a lot of extra graphics tonight. I'm a little I'm a little. You bit are doing nervous. a great job there, mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers. Why don't you show everyone that sweet koozie, by the way, Oh. since you have that going? I mean, that's pretty much the best koozie that you can get right now. That is not necessarily, uh, not necessarily real yet. That's kind of <laughs> yeah, personally true. made. Well, I'm... What do you mean well, not real? A.J. Brown gets $100 it's, million. It's dollars. real. Holy moly. That well, sounds yes, like something real. Aaron yeah. Rodgers would say. Like, this, what I'm holding is not. No, they know that. Is it really real? Yeah. Maybe it's not for sale. <laughs> is it not real? A.J. <laughs> Brown, $100 million. Did you guys know that? Yes. See? Well, they you've been that. working on all those killer yeah. graphics. Yeah, we knew that. Yeah, thank you. Um, he makes a lot of money. We'll have Aaron Rodgers' reaction all, all uh, We do long. have a super chat. Do you want to go to the super chat while, yes. I'm, while I'm looking at it? I'm going to get myself I recognize here. this super chat I coming I in. I see where he's at right now. Oh, is that Kevin? There he is there. waving to us. Hi, Kevin. Congrats on the first Draft Day Live pod. Guys, looking forward to the next three days. Um, be a lot of fun. Yes. Yeah. And we should also mention not only is Kevin here tonight, but Macy the dog is here uh, making a run at Bill Belichick's dog mm-hmm. for draft yeah. night. Uh, dog, so we, we got a lot of things going on here. We're really excited about it, and uh, it's been a fun night as we've watched all of this unfold. So, um, what's your first reaction, I guess, to everything that's why don't you just give me your initial reactions? I a lot of wide receivers off the board, which is not great, could also be worse because really only one of them ended up in the NFC North so far. That's true. Um, I think for me, it's Honestly, it's like that three consecutive trades that happened. Just seeing that as we're kind of watching the drafts, like, oh, it's originally the commander's supposed to pick. Oh, no, now it's the Saints. And you're wondering with each one of those trades, oh, this is for a QB because that's yeah. normally what hey it's guys, for. I'm going to jump in here because we got something for you. Okay. You just kind of pay attention here. We'll see if this works. Oh, Ooh. Ooh. sounds um, dangerous. Yeah, so guess what's happening here? We have a I'm pick scared. that's going to be coming in here momentarily. So just uh, hold on a second here. It's okay. We're, <laughs> we're in we're in preview mode, Joey. We're fine here. I still see them on this camera. Is, this okay, is uh, so. Th- this let's is, just try this now. Okay, the suspense is killing this. me right now. Wondering what's actually. Ooh, going. look at that. Okay, the Bears make a pick already. <laughs> not the Bears. This well, I know, but it looks the graphic like it. <laughs> looks awesome. It's a great graphic. A pick is in. A pick is in, <laughs> and it is by 
The Steelers. Oh, Hopefully Kenny Pickett. Staying. A lot of people staying, too. Like, where they played college, I've noticed that, which is, like, a big theme. He had, what, Hutchinson uh, oh, yes. as well? Yep. And then Michigan. the guy from NC State went to the Panthers. I'm forgetting his name, the offensive lineman off the top of my head. But I saw that. Oh, Quanu? Yeah. So, Icky? like, here's another one that played, you know, college at Pittsburgh, and he stays there in order to – well, play for the Steelers, and uh, Mitch Trubisky has a QB battle. So that whole again. time, Mitch Trubisky really was the Steelers' Mike Glennon. Mm. Yeah. Mm. How the How turntables. The yep. yeah. Exactly. That's, <laughs> well, that's, this is a good scenario, though. Like, we, we did our preview video before the draft. We need The Bears want quarterbacks to go in the first round, and now we get the first one with Kenny Pickett going to the, the Pittsburgh Steelers, but you would like to see that maybe a run on quarterbacks. I don't know if that's going to happen with the teams remaining, but – this is a good thing for the Bears. Get another skilled position to possibly be there on day two of the draft, but Kenny Pickett. You know, this I, just another reminder, and we all know this going into the draft, but I, all this morning I was seeing on Twitter was about how the Steelers, they've tipped their pick. And they love Malik Willis, mm. and they were like so publicly, they, like they, they wanted people to think they were taking Malik Willis, and now you see it was really Kenny Pickett the entire time. And with that connection, you know, the the pit connection is even more than most of these connections because they literally practice yeah, at true. the Steelers facility. Mm -hmm. Like that is, they share those facilities, they play in the same stadium. So if there's a team that knows Kenny Pickett well, it is definitely the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um and you know what? Congrats to Kenny Pickett. He really did a hell of a job to boost that his draft stock this year. Um, and it ended up in the first round. I don't. He didn't let the small hands deter him. That's right. And, you know, he's able to get drafted number twenty overall. But Adam, you were kind of describing that whole situation where you know the pits or you know the Steelers are looking at Malik Willis doing all these interviews. Doesn't that kind of remind you what the Bears did with the smoke screen? Smoke screen. Yeah, with Trubisky <laughs> and going out and you know thinking that you're going to get Watson things like that. But hey, they they end up with their quarterback and. Now, like you guys said, Mitchell Trubisky, another quarterback competition. Can he win this one? How about getting drafted and not even having to move team facilities? That's that's pretty pretty yeah. cool. It's <laughs> nice. I'm sure that's happened before, where Pittsburgh has drafted a Pitt player, mm -hmm. but for a quarterback and that uh, highly regarded of of a pick too. It's just it's just interesting. So it looks like actually right now, also we are seeing the Chiefs trade up. And the Ooh. Patriots trade back. So we do have the Chiefs leapfrogging the Packers at this point because we're on pick number 21, and the Packers are sitting there at 22. Boy, it sure seems like somebody would be reaching for a wide receiver at this point. Yeah. Yeah. But you do wonder with it being very well known how badly Aaron Rodgers wants a wide receiver if this move from the Chiefs is for a wide receiver who just traded away Tyreek Hill We'll have to see what this is. I don't think we actually have the pick in yet, but uh, this I could potentially be another wide out or, you know. I Who's available? Let's see. So Sky Moore is the next best available if you're going according to Dane Brugler's The Beast. You have George Pickens, and mm -hmm. that was a guy that Daniel Jeremiah had mocked in his final mock draft to the Chiefs at pick number 30. I'm, I'm curious to see what, what this ends up being, you guys. I mean, it could also be a defensive lineman. That's definitely a need uh, for Kansas City. I'm trying to think about who that D lineman would be right now. Is the guy from Florida State still up on there? Right Jermaine now? Johnson? Yeah, Jermaine Johnson's still available. He hasn't been picked yet, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think he is. So, a um, couple things there. So, 
We'll see what the pick is. We don't have it in yet, but the Chiefs are on the clock at this point. And um, I just think that maybe we should go back to... Let's talk about the Packers then, since they're sitting here on this next pick. They're on the clock. And and they... Yeah, technically they're on the, the clock because the Chiefs have made their pick. We just know what the pick is at this point. Regardless, Packers sitting here... This could not have fallen the way... At least the way Aaron Rodgers would want. I don't know about what the GM, Brian Gutekunst, feels. But, you know, all this talk, and, our, you know, our fans are probably feeling it here, talking about what how the, this is falling for the Bears with the wide receivers. The Packers are the team that yeah. had two first-round picks. Yep. Mm-hmm. Very very not happy with this whole thing. You know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, want, I want more receivers. <laughs> Just kidding. Hey, you know what? I'm getting my hair cut tomorrow. That's what... So, you're still scheduled. You haven't, like, canceled the appointment. Still, still scheduled. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, hey, what happened to my uh, lower? Uh, there we go. Oh, boy, Chiefs will select, according to, what is this, my sports update, we'll select Trent McDuffie. McDuffie? From Washington. Okay. That's, that's a, I, Trent McDuffie can play, and that's why the, the Chiefs trade up to go get him. Well, there goes another corner. There go, okay, yeah. So we haven't, what, we haven't seen a corner get selected since... In a while, I think that's like what the fourth DB so far in this yeah, first round. Yeah, it was what a month. it was all defense to start, and yep. then it mm-hmm. turned into this wide receiver draft. McDuffie's been moving up boards though lately, five eleven, one ninety three, and was one of those guys that some people were thinking would would uh, sneak into the first round. I guess that did happen. Yeah, he's a uh, position versatility can play inside outside, right. but very fluid. Um, yeah, the Chiefs get another playmaker in the second, and they need guys like that too. I'm surprised they traded up though for you know a cornerback here. And all I all I see here when I see that is that obviously the Chiefs are missing Ryan Poles because they're making mistakes already in the draft. <laughs> there you go. That's, yep. one, that's one way to look at it. Yeah, <laughs> um, Chiefs putting that down in the notes. You know what, McDuffie? Let me just clarify something because McDuffie was pretty much. I was actually confusing him with the other. Washington corner in Kyler Gordon. Kyler. He's the one that's kind of been rising up lately mm-hmm. um, to sneak in. But McDuffie's kind of been the one that's been there the whole time. Washington, they pump out a bunch of corners, though, a lot. Um, Love this graphic. Seems like for that's a so team sweet. that doesn't win a whole lot, quite frankly. Um, sorry, Olin. <laughs> <laughs> he's listening right now. He's, he can't wait to get into the call once we get They didn't make the college football playoff, though. I should... It's official, guys. Trent McDuffie goes to the Chiefs, as you can see. All right, so the Packers on the clock here. And, um, you know, I wonder if if this is a spot where they almost try to trade back since all the wide receivers have come off the board. But um, you also need to have a trade partner to come up and and make make a move like that. Let's see. The Lions traded with the – or what was it? The the Vikings traded with the Lions. No. No, it ain't happening. It's not happening. It's it's not happening, but – Will it be the first time they address, you know, wide out in the first round? I think it's been, what, 20 years since the Packers done that? I'm saying no. I, they're playing all along not to get a wide receiver. They're going to go address the offensive line with this pick. Is, I think they're going to take a quarterback. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's happening. No. They probably <laughs> will take a corner, though. They like to do that a they lot do. in the first round, mm-hmm. too, uh, with mixed results. They so. got, uh, when did they – Jair Alexander – yeah, definitely panned out for him for sure. And there's like three other ones that I did not. I think actually McDuffie's like pro comp on NFL.com is Jair Alexander okay, as well. Okay, there you go. Yeah, that's where I thought I saw the names. Well, let's uh, let's talk a little bit about what the NFC North has done so far as the Packers sit here on the clock. I think, you know, the biggest news makers have been the Lions 
They get a problem with Aiden Hutchinson. Yes. Yep. Tackle is a huge priority right now for the Bears because I'm already sweating bullets thinking about facing Hutchinson two times a year. <laughs> yeah. And then they add the wide receiver as well. Yeah, the Lions, I mean, those are those are two really good picks for the Lions. And, yes, the Lions had to trade up from 32 to what, where, where they gra- uh, grabbed Williams at 12. So, so they- with Jamison Williams coming off the ACL, though, We'll have a schedule show coming up here. Mm-hmm. May 12th, right? May 12th. And, uh, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, you get the Early Lions on. scheduled in September and October. <laughs> there you go. And get him out of the way. Don't face Williams. Yeah, then you don't have to even deal with Williams next year. That pick is always interesting, too, because, like, when you're looking at, like, his different draft profiles, I just keep seeing, like, deep threat, you know, deep threat specialist. And for Goff, who is not known for his deep ball, it's an interesting pairing right now. Maybe it's – the secret weapon that will unlock it, I, I just don't see it. But what worries me about Williams is, you know, he does have that inside-out versatility. And with his elusiveness and crafty route running, like, in the slot right now for a Bears defense that doesn't really have you know, a solid answer for a nickel corner position, a position that's been kind of picked on. Do we have a pick from the Packers, Nick? It looks like uh, the Packers are going to go defense with this pick, you guys. Uh, Georgia Quay Walker. There he is, Quay Walker. The linebacker. How many Georgia Bulldogs are going to go in the first round, you guys? What, that's the that's third? A, yeah. And honestly, almost, I, I thought it would be more at this point, to be honest. True. That's true. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, but Quay Walker is obviously a very good linebacker. We're going defense again, guys? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> What's going on? Who the hell am I throwing to? That, honestly, though, is hilariously predictable. Yep. Like, that's what the – like, how many times – I have to, I, I, man, you do a great Aaron Rodgers, but I really want to see what the real Aaron Rodgers reaction is right now. He's probably got some bourbon in his hands. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And he may have just thrown the glass against that brick wall that we see behind him. Well, not this brick wall, but the one, you know, he always has behind him in yes. his little interviews that he does. I, like, this is a team that's supposed to be ready to win now, right? And you just lost Devontae Adams. And now, not that Quay Walker is like a bad, he's a good player. He's a really good player. But I just don't get it. I think they're just jealous looking at Roquan, like Georgia, Georgia <laughs> linebackers. And like, you know, we need one of those here uh, on this team. But, yeah, I don't get it either because what Green Bay lost was a lot of offensive talent. And, and they, they're they not did recouping it. Uh, Valdez Scantling, too. I know that he's not the biggest. Another deep threat. Lucas so Patrick. Is, they could have went with the lost And Luke Etsy. Like, they yeah. lost a lot in the offense. And yet they address, you know, their defense with Quay Walker, which – I don't know, man. If you're if you're a Packers fan, I wonder how you're how they're feeling right now. Well, I see from Lance Zerline, you know, like that round two projection. So is this a reach for Green Bay oh, as Lance, well? Okay, like they could have maybe had him at the you know their pick coming up here in a few, but it's it's interesting that the fact that they went defense and like Adam said though, it's so predictable. Yeah, and I see a comment here. Can't believe Jermaine Johnson's still out. Yeah, no, that's a really good point. Yeah, he saw a lot falling. of a lot of mocks that had him, you know, top ten. Yeah. So to for we're at pick what twenty now going on twenty three. Yep, Ravens on the clock at twenty three right now. After that trade with um, the Arizona Cardinals for mm-hmm. Hollywood Brown, but you see if you're you know watch on YouTube right now, you see the newcomers to the NFC North with Aiden Hutchinson, Jamison Williams, uh, Quay Walker, now the linebacker from Georgia, and it was the Lions and the Vikings who traded together. So now the Vikings are going to have a bunch of picks coming up here. Yep. Yep. 
they have 32, which was the Lions' second pick originally, and then they also have 34. Right, and they picked up 66? Yeah, 66, yep. As so, well. So Yes, they, but they, they had to give up their second round. Their original second round pick went to the Lions, I believe, in that So deal. they traded their first so, and a second. They basically, yes. The Ravens, the by the way, guys. The Ravens, wow. this is going to the Bills. I think so. I think that's how it works. Some of these trades get confusing. There's so many. Speaking of that, second. the Bills just traded up uh, with the Ravens, so the Ravens so trade now. down Baltimore, again. Baltimore, take you out of the notes and put Buffalo in there. Yep. Oh, man. Maybe a Tyler Linderbaum. Mm, they, yeah. Ooh, that just throwing that out there. Your guy, actually, a lot of people thought this would happen. I mean, he's still on the clock here in the yeah, getting close to the mid-20s here. You know, if if he goes to what the Bengals will pick at thirty one, like the Bengals would take him. I, I I don't think he gets out of the first round, but he is falling, just kind of like how it was projected in these later mock drafts. I think you look early on, it's like oh, Linderbaum somehow a top ten will get find his way in there, but uh, yeah, he's not. He hasn't been drafted. Jermaine Johnson. If Pickett can overcome the the small hands, Linderbaum can overcome the short short arms, arms exactly. A hundred percent. It's just interesting, though, looking at some of these trades and, like, how many times these picks have, like, swapped hands. I was looking at 29 with the Patriots coming up later, and it started with San Francisco, then it went to Miami, then it went to Kansas City just a little bit ago, and wow. then now it's to New England here. So it's, like like we said, it's hard to keep up with all this movement. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's why some people laugh at, like, the amount of trades we were doing in some of these mock drafts. We but didn't like, do enough. <laughs> it, it's, it's how this stuff starts to play out. I now so. understand, like, why the phone was so busy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 There you go. They kept like, Get off the screen. Um, yeah, so just to clarify on that Lions-Vikings trade, the Vikings sent the 12th pick and the 46th pick. So they moved back in the first to move up in the second and then also acquired a third is how that worked. Mm. So they um, have the 32nd pick, the 34th pick, and the 66th pick how that all worked out for the Minnesota Vikings. So they've not made a pick yet, but the Lions ended up landing Jameson Williams in that in that trade. The Packers, meanwhile, have Quay Walker, and we are moving on with the Bills trading up at this point to number 23 with the Baltimore Ravens. While we're waiting, Nick, what are your thoughts about, like, you know, Quay Walker? Like, which, like, what specific challenges, like, will he present the Bears, like, coming up, even as, like, a rookie? Yeah, I mean, like, dude, super ultra. He, he does have that sideline to sideline speed. The Bears want to run this outside zone, so it's a guy that I think is going to be patient. And you know, Dave Montgomery, Khalil Herbert, guys like that, you're going to be watching where you know Quay Walker's at at all times. And who was um the linebacker that they signed last year that played really well for them? Um, blinking on his name has a dreads, but they they have some inside linebackers that can move. Yeah, and you know, with an offensive line that's still incomplete. For the Bears, it's like now you're getting ultra-athletic at that position. It does put, you know, extra stress on each of these linemen to hold their blocks and for these running backs to be patient and find the right. correct lanes. So it, it will present the Bears problems, just like, you know, with Hutchinson. That's and what I was going to say, like so, two picks for the so, Bears offensive line there. Yeah, they're they're the the North has def- obviously they've gotten better on the defensive side and, you know, add uh, Jameson Williams to that too as well. So... No, they, they've improved. We just thought the Green Bay would just address their offensive needs at this point. Perhaps they just didn't want to reach for Sky Moore at this point, but they'll, <laughs> they'll, they'll wait for 28. We'll see. Yeah, that's basically what's going to happen. Uh, still waiting for what this uh, Bills trade is. I also wonder if running back could be in the in play here. You haven't seen any running backs go. 
Uh, Brees Hall has been yeah. the Iowa State running back's been considered a. Uh, it's like the only one out of the first to go in the first rounds. Like yeah, Hall although I wouldn't sleep. I, I know, but Kenneth Walker, man, that dude is yeah. good. Yeah, he's very good. But I don't know that I'd be Devontae Campbell. Thank you uh, for I completely forgot his name. Oh, the, <laughs> I appreciate it. Yes. Packers linebacker. Yeah, he yeah. played really well last season. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I want to trade up for a running back at this point. Yeah. I'm not totally against taking running backs. You know what I mean? But trading up, that's tra- trading up to grab one. That's that's what gets trickier at this point. I I I think, but we'll see. I'm just kind of throwing out possibilities here for the uh, Bills and why they're training up here. Actually, it sounds like yep. it is cornerback Florida cornerback Kyer Elam. Oh. Man, that's such a good pick for the the Buffalo Bills. That defense. When you have like a guy like Micah Hyde in the back there, Kyrie Elam, who's a press man corner, who's yep. gonna give you trouble at the line of scrimmage. Um, that's yeah, I really like that pick for Buffalo. Yeah, I mean, we both like Elam. Like he's a really good player. He's gonna be someone that can be plug and play, instant starter, week one. Tall. He has the prototypical body that you're looking for for that outside corner. And he want, and he's like when we were at his um you know just podium at the NFL scouting comedy, he's like I want the number one wide receiver yeah like that's kind of like the attitude he has so he's someone that wants to be, be challenged and is willing to take on that challenge I think he also runs like a four three nine at like six two so he can you know he can run and be physical with guys too uh David Bakhtiari the very talented left tackle for the Green Bay Packers tweeting oh love it defense wins championships. Eh. Okay. I wonder what Aaron thinks about that, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> honestly. They're probably not in the same room right now. <laughs> May not be for a while. True. What do we think the percentage of sarcasm is in that tweet? That's a great sometimes, sometimes, oh, yeah. and Twitter's hard to read sometimes. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't, or maybe I just want it to be sarcasm. <laughs> yeah, honestly. But you never know. You never know. I'm just throwing it out there. It might not be a fully supportive <laughs> it's hard tweet to- of D- Brian Gutekunst. I don't know. Hey guys, we got a super chat from Jaxo23. I thought you guys would like to hear. 1999. Thank you very much, Jaxo. Appreciate uh, it. Who will the Bears pick? Because I need someone to compliment Justin Fields. We're trying to figure that out, guys. So when I first read that, appreciate the super chat. I read it literally the way the word compliment is spelled in there. So I was like, oh. You just need somebody to say something nice about Justin Fields. <laughs> we like him. Yeah. We like Justin Fields. Um, <laughs> But, yes, I also agree that someone should compliment him uh, on the field to help him out. Yeah. Sky Moore. No, I'm <laughs> Sky Moore. Sky Moore. No. George Pickens is still there, too. It's the thing Shh, about Don't tell everyone between now and 38. Don't I tell know, anyone that George Pickens <laughs> yeah. is still there. The thing about the receivers that's gone, though, like not one of them I thought the Bears would have a chance of getting. Like, yeah, that's the to thing. be honest, Like That's yeah. the thing. Like So far, there's no one off the table like a Christian Watson or a George Pickens or a Sky Moore or David Bell. Like, there's no one that we've talked about like a realistic shot that's gone yet, so there's mm-hmm. no reason to panic just yet. We knew there's going to be a run on receivers, yeah, and we'll see. And it's kind of simmered down a bit, and we'll see if it picks back up here towards the end of the first round. Yep. I like wow. this comment from Austin here, or this question: If everyone's trading up today, will anyone want to tr- want to trade up tomorrow f- with the Bears? If the Bears are looking to trade down, is there going to be any takers? You know, maybe for teams that haven't sucked at a quarterback. Obviously, we've only had one. Yeah. So, you still have a Malik Willis if he's not going to get selected in. I, I doubt it, though. I mean, yeah, he's going. Round. He's, he's going. going first round. But just remember that every time a, pl- a team trades up, with the exception of some of these veteran wide receivers mm-hmm. that have been involved in these trades, 
someone else is trading back and acquiring more picks at that time, and then yep. you they can trade back up. So there still could be trade partners, not just because you know all these trades are moving up. Oh no, there's no more draft capital left to trade. There's still those possibilities. I think it's more about which players are are out there. And I want to ask you guys this: Are there any players available that you would start to think about or get tempted? To jump up here before the night's over if you're the Chicago Bears, if you're a Ryan Poles. That's a good question, Adam. Um, one guy that, look, I really like it. I think he's my favorite prospect out of, you know, all these guys. And you mentioned him earlier, like a Kyler Gordon. Before there's, and there hasn't been a huge run on cornerbacks yet. It might be coming here, though. And they might be coming mm-hmm. with the Kyir Elam just going. But I think he's just a plug-and-play starter opposite of Jalen Johnson, and provides that versatility to play inside. Look, I don't know if you you'll move up to go get a guy like that, but he is someone that I really like, and I keep seeing um, Linderbaum, Linderbaum, right. Linderbaum. And, I, and we did it, you know, in our mock draft, Will, like, mm-hmm. we said no. And it's just what does it take to move up to that spot? And what are you going to, you know, give up to get a guy, presumably a starter for the next, you would hope, decade? A guy like that, but those are two guys I'll put out there. The one that surprises me that's still available right now that I thought may not go out of the top twenty would have been like an Andrew Booth. Okay, yeah. And again, I haven't I haven't done like a ton of homework on him because I thought he'd be you know totally off of the yeah. table, mm-hmm. but he is still sitting there. I'm not saying the Bears should or I would even trade up for him. I just wanted to note like that is someone that surprises me, but I don't think there is Adam. Like my answer is no one right now. Like there's no one that is sitting there that. I would just say, let's go get him. Like, he's worth it, especially with the Bears' limited draft capital. I still kind of hold Pat here. Well, we had the hypothetical in our mock draft show that we did yesterday of Tyler Linderbaum starting to fall. And, you know, would you consider trading up, making that move? And we all decided, all right, you know what? Let's keep the draft capital. Not worth it. Um, But then, man, you start to think about the possibilities of – what we talk about with Olin all the time is, like, you need to have that one stud on the line. Like, whatever yeah. the five positions he plays, like that one all-pro player. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's been interesting to me just how much Leonard Baum's fallen back because during the season, that's all people talked about was how he was, like, the yeah. next lock interior offensive lineman. Quentin Nelson comparisons, exactly. you know, things like that. I don't necessarily see that same dominance on tape like I thought Nelson going where he did was completely justified the entire time this one I think there's probably just been that realization that he's probably not to that level but still could be a really really good addition to the Bears who as we talk about almost every single show still have that giant enormous hole at right guard and adding Linderbaum you could slide Patrick over Mm -hmm. and help your line so I don't think that's necessarily going to happen but we are in kind of that territory where we got to start thinking about thinking it, about it a yeah. little bit and at least being prepared for some different scenarios. Hey, uh, obviously the NFL draft is here. If you're looking to bet on who the Bears will take, head on over to PointsBet, the home of live betting for the NFL draft. PointsBet will price any draft market you want. So download the PointsBet app today. Use code CHGO to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. Ooh, we got uh, another pick is in, you guys. Cowboys draft Tulsa offensive tackle Tyler Smith. Going wow. Oh, so, okay. He's a Fort Worth native. Ooh. 
Okay. So another guy who's staying, staying home. Staying Not the home. college, but at least. Well, it's, it's basically the same as Aiden Hutchinson. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yep. We have a theme. It's the theme, theme of the night. It's the theme of the night. That means Alex. No, never mind. Uh, let me uh, tell you about quickly <laughs> about. Um, Say it. Uh, Complete that thought. Um, I don't want to jinx it. Here you go. Just say that? it. You were going to say that means Alec Pierce is a lock to be the bear. That's exactly That's what, what you were going to say. That's Just what I was thinking. So, okay. Well, I won't be here for that show, but when it happens, you can thank me. Um, our next partner has a product I use on a daily basis. I started taking Athletic Greens because I wanted to see what the hype was all about. And I've been taking my Athletic Greens after my morning workouts, and I can feel the difference right away. With one scoop of Athletic Greens, you are absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day off right. The mixture of ingredients helps your immune system, gives you energy, and improves your focus, and that's why I take my Athletic Greens to help me get through my busy day. What's awesome about Athletic Greens is that it costs you less than $3 a day, so you're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than that cold brew habit. Also, it helps support better sleep quality and recovery, which we all definitely need. And right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient Daily nutrition is just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash chgobears. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash chgobears to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutrition insurance. Olin Kurtz will be joining us when the first round ends. One question we got to make sure we ask him is why he just tr- tweeted an angry uh, gif when uh, yeah. Tyler Smith was drafted. It's a guy that he really liked. Yep. Get him in the room, right? Wasn't he one of the guys that yep. he said was, uh, what was the word he used? Uh, he used hostile, hostile, agile, and gosh, what was the third adjective? The hostility was the one. Yeah, I was. that was that was essentially it. Um, a guy that he also has position versatility. Did play left tackle at Tulsa, but was saying that hey, if you need him move in at guard, he could do that. And when he's ready to go back out to tackle, um, you could do that as well. But maybe that's what Mister Kruitz is kind of talking about right there in his in his gif. We can ask him soon. Yeah. Yes, very soon. Hostile, agile, and hostile. Mobile, mobile, probably mobile. Yeah, mobile. something. Is that from I think that's from, like, Remember the Titans, where I remember that. Hostile, wow. mobile, agile. I've seen that movie way too many times as a kid. Great movie, though. Yeah, I it think is, that's... It is an outstanding movie. It is. Outstanding movie. Um, and I actually screwed up my whole draft routine because I usually watch draft day the night before the draft. Mm. And I was getting ready to do it last night, and the my speakers went out. Oh. Like, I, I still could have watched the movie. The spe- It was the... Surround sound speakers went out, and I spent the next three hours of my night trying to fix them instead of watching the movie. When uh. I could, still could have watched the movie with the regular sound bar, it was a frustrating experience. So if anything goes wrong, uh, it's because why. of that. Or maybe it goes right. Ah. That's a very polarizing movie. People either love it or hate it. it it's not. Uh, okay. I, I like the it. movie, but it's, it's, I guess it's not. A good movie, like do you know what I'm saying? Like I'm not watching it. I, I just think it's very unrealistic and kind of okay. cheesy. But uh, it's, it's a good it's, movie. I watch movie. it. It's I know. I know. I, I love watching it. Anybody who says uh, they hate draft day because it's not unrealistic, um, <laughs> which Marvel movie do you want me to bring up? Oh. Hey, all great. You know what I mean? Like all great. every movie's unrealistic. Help They're movies. Out. 
Yeah, exactly. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I love watching it. I had uh, I had my girlfriend actually watch it last year. She's like, "Is this what where the drafts really like?" I'm like, "No," but <laughs> it gives you a sense of kind of the logistics of the things, I guess. But mobile, agile, and hostile—that's what it is. That's Adam, it is. I, but did you actually get those speakers fixed? Like, yeah, I was wondering that. Oh uh, man, here uh, here's the funny <laughs> thing. Um, I think the answer is yes mm. because they just started working. Okay, but I didn't really do anything. You just like bang a hammer on top of one of the speakers and there it goes. That's how I fix most of my stuff. I just, <laughs> if it starts working, I fixed it. But that almost made it more frustrating because, like, I just wasted three hours for nothing. Yeah. And, you know, at least I, I don't know. It, no one cares. But yeah. Thanks for asking, though. I appreciate <laughs> well, it. Well, honestly, I, I cared because I was like, we didn't get to the bottom of this. Like, are they still broken or not? But apparently. But here's the thing I don't know because they worked until the point I went to bed last night, mm. but I haven't. Tried to use them since then, and obviously we're here now, so I have no idea if they're working. I say I don't know the layout of your new house, but yeah. having young kids with surround sound as a father myself, like that's that's really impressive. Oh I'm, yeah, I'm still stuck with the sound bar. If I go any louder, or more surround, like I'm gonna be bothering some people. Oh, <laughs> but see, I just think you're droning them out. No, that's another that way. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, I like that. You know, when the baby the baby starts to make noises, you're like surround oh, sound. I can still hear what I'm watching. <laughs> no. Funny how that works. Uh, obviously, I'm kidding. Um, but when you have a teething baby at home, I, have a I recommend surround sound. It makes mm. a difference. I have a weird thing where if I put like headphones on like while I'm working, I hear a baby crying, and I take them <laughs> off, and I don't hear anything. I put them on, I hear Oh, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the Yes. That's strange. That's a thing. Okay. because you're constantly worried about your kid. Yeah, it's, it's really, really uh, interesting. But anyway, there's a draft going on. No, there is, but everything like really has slowed down. Yeah, they have. There's still a 10-minute clock, right? Uh, they yeah. didn't up it to 20 all of a sudden? Feels like they may have. I, I know. know. Right um, <laughs> but let's recap the last few picks because we did have the Packers make their first pick. It was Quay Walker, mm-hmm. and Aaron Rodgers is thrilled about it. There's a tweet from uh, David Bakhtiari that may or may not be sarcastic about it, uh, saying defense wins championships. And um, we are now to the Ravens at number 25, who have moved back. To uh, after the Buffalo Bills moved up to get Kyer Elam, so the Ravens are on the clock at this point. And then it'll be the Titans. The Packers have another pick coming up here at 28. Are they going to finally take a wide receiver? You think they'd have to go offense at that point. Defense wins championships. That's true. David Bakhtiari said it. <laughs> he did. He did. Um, let's see what the Ravens here. Okay, finally the pick is in. And we got nothing so far. That's all right, though. I, I don't have anything. The Wi-Fi is not cooperating with me. Oh, no. <laughs> no. The draft just completely broke for you guys. It, it, it did. Yeah. The, the draft doesn't exist unless the Wi-Fi is working so I can keep up with it. Mark Kazik says, watch Green Bay is going to take Christian Watson. He'd be in the same exact colors that he was in North Dakota State. A lot of people would think that would be a reach. But, you know, we are at this point in the draft where you do see – Guys that we've talked about as second rounders. Mm-hmm. All it takes is one team. That's why I always say it. one team likes a guy enough. The Packers would be picking with their second pick. All these wide receivers have come off the board. Yep. I see trade up Chicago from Brandon. I don't think so, Brandon, but the one knock on like Watson is like his overall route running still is that not you know it's not mm-hmm. super refined, but he has so much raw talent and he has that great blend of size and speed. Uh, if he was a Green Bay Packer, I would be worried about him on the opposite side of us with an Aaron Rodgers throwing him. I just feel like that would be 
a good combo that I hope does not come to The Packers do have a lot of draft capital. Oh, there he goes. Tyler Linderbaum? Yep. Ravens. I mean, that that, oh, that, fits. that fits. Yeah, that fits, too. I have to say something. Oh. How, how is it that the Ravens just, like, they just know how to draft? Mm-hmm. They just get good players. Like, like they ended up with Kyle Hamilton and Tyler Linderbaum. The two best players at their respective positions. And arguably, like, at, the, at, at one the, point in the whole draft for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Like, prospect-wise, probably if you look at most big boards, like, those two are there. at the top. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were Kyle Hamilton could have been a top-five pick. Should have been. That's how good he is. They sit pat at 14 as all these... All this chaos is going around them with all these wide receivers, teams trading up, and they're just like going, okay, okay. cool. We're going to, like, if Kyle Hamilton got drafted by the Jaguars, they'd be like, oh, they got a good player. But the Ravens drafting Kyle Ham- Hamilton, yeah. I'm like, they just got a three time all pro guaranteed. That's like, he just seems because he's going to Baltimore. And then t- Tyler um, Linderbaum, Linderbaum to fall all the way to them again. Like, even if he doesn't become. A Quentin Nelson-like offensive lineman, you just know he's going to be good there. You do. You do know he's going to be good. And, again, that's why the Ravens have had, I think, consistent success. They just find players like this in the draft, plug and play. They've been very good, and I know they're trying to get to that level of great. Honestly, what it comes down to is sticking to your guns, being Mm -hmm. patient, being willing to move down, and then still drafting best player available. Yep, and that's that's exactly what they've done with their first two picks. Um Probably, I mean, I think my favorite so far. If you're looking at, like, draft classes so far, I mean, obviously there's only been a couple teams that have two picks, but. And he's a guy that can, like, get downfield. Like, so when oh, Lamar's, yeah. like, moving around a bit and, mm-hmm. like, he's going to take off, like, he can be a good uh, Guys, the Titans just moved their pick here. They're yeah, going, Titans. They're giving it to the Jets. So the Jets are back up there. Okay, so the Jets have drafted. Wilson. They, they, yep, Garrett Wilson. And then before that, they also. Lamar. Sauce. Sauce. So they're going to end up with three first-round picks. Well, we saw the, the record since, like, 2015, <laughs> yeah. and it wasn't pretty. <laughs> Not very good. Man. Okay. But that's still, I I mean, I, I want to see what this Jets pick is here, but Sauce Gardner, like him a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, He also was, oh, that's we, I think, gave Olin Cruz a lesson on what drip actually is, <laughs> with that crazy sauce chain he had. Yeah. That was a, that was a very was, impressive chain. It was literally there's a, a sauce bottle with the word <laughs> sauce. So I don't know. That's pretty tough to beat. Um, and then Garrett Wilson going at number ten. That's a pretty good pick. I mean, to add him with Zach Wilson, who I still like, who I still think can can put yeah. it together there. All of a sudden, the Jets are making some moves here. Now they're moving up here. Don't know the details of the trade, but they're moving up to twenty six, leapfrogging the Bucks. Leapfrogging the Packers here. Uh, the Bucks have the 27th pick. The Packers have the 28th pick. So it'll be interesting to see what this is. We were talking about tweets and if they're sarcastic oh, or no. not. Lamar yeah. Jackson, WTF. I wonder what that's about. <laughs> you know, like after Tyler. Or is it, about the, is it about the trade? Like because they, they uh, got rid of Hollywood Brown? Oh, that, well, prob- that was two minutes ago, though. Oh. Two minutes ago, 952. Okay. Maybe he's watching he- on a delay. Uh, it, that's a good delay. Well, why would he be mad about Tyler Linderbaum? Right. Maybe it's like, oh, you dra- you traded away my wide receiver, and now you give me. They center. do need more skilled guys. Like my brother is a huge Ravens fan, and like last year they had so many injuries that like mm-hmm. running back and receivers. Like every day during training camp, hey, a new guy tore his ACL. Like 
What? what? <laughs> so, yeah, that's interesting. Uh, looks like the pick is in for the Jets. It is Florida State mm, edge time. rusher who we've talked about falling in this draft, Jermaine Johnson, going to New York. Man, the Jets got themselves some players tonight. Yeah, they did, and... To get a guy like Jermaine Johnson here, now we're at what? Pick? But he's fallen enough, though, that 26. you're like, okay, what's wrong? What's, what's wrong, though? Like, That's true. And what they they trade up to go get him. So I wonder. Hmm. Who knows? Honestly, it's interesting because they went, you know, offense twice, and then they, just, they still decided, like, defense was still pressing enough need to move back into the first round to get some of that you know, top talent here uh, in this draft. So. That's pretty aggressive. That's conviction. That is conviction. Hey, a little super chat for you guys from R4Base. R4Base? I don't know. Maybe that's Arabase, perhaps. Uh, he says, do the Bulls or Bears make the finals slash Super Bowl first? Who oh, do you got? man. We'll be <sighs> old men. Yeah, <laughs> One we, way or the other. I think we know the answer to this. Bears? No, it is not the Bears. I'm sorry, guys. I don't know Bears. if the Bulls are like... Next year, baby. I cannot believe you guys... Let's go Bulls. Yeah, this has definitely got to be the Bulls. But who are they getting next year? Like, I, I was thinking about, like, this Bulls roster. Like, they're not getting past Milwaukee. Like, when's the, when, when are they going to get past Giannis? When DeMar's Look at gone? how much better they got in one offseason. Like, I know, but they still didn't... We saw what happened. There was one game that they had, and then it was... The it could be completely Bulls. different next year. It could, but I don't know. No, the, I'm not saying the Bears are the answer. Have I'm just, you I'm just, seen the Bears roster? I you I'm do not, this. You I'm do this show, right? You do this show. <laughs> I'm not you saying the Bears. Show? I just I'm well, not that, I'm not convincing the Bulls either. That's, I mean, that's what I'm saying. He didn't ask for it to be next year. He just asked. What, it could be 40 years from now. Which which team makes it first? Hey, now we have completely different rosters. Obviously, with both <laughs> teams. So, um, yeah, no. I mean, I take the Bulls, but again, not very convinced. Uh, I'm gonna say. No hope for sure. Wow, I'm a homer. I said Thanks Bears. Thanks a lot. You said Bears? Okay. Make the Super Bowl before the before Bulls. Before the Bulls. Go to the finals. Wow. A lot of Justin Fields. Hey, if right the, there. the Derrick Rose Bulls, like back in like 2010, 2011, couldn't make the finals, like there's some, it's going to take a lot. Well, his knee fell off. No, before that, MVP season. No, it, yeah, But that was like the arrival season. They weren't ready to, to make the full run at that I mean, point. It was, and plus they were competing against the Heat, the, the Heat super were, team. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Are the Bulls ever going to become a super team? I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. In Arturis, I trust. I'll tell you what you should do is just keep watching the CHGO Bulls podcast all summer long. They'll let us know. They'll yes. definitely be, you know, su- summer packing his lack of a mustache. I, I can't believe the mustache is gone. It was like just seeing that him That was stunning. Mustache, I was not ready for that. That was, wow. It was shocking. More shocking than half these trades tonight. I'll be yeah. honest. He's, he's my inspiration for getting the haircut. Oh, really? I saw him... Mow that thing off last night, and I'm like, you know what? If he can do it, I gotta, I gotta get in my summer flow. I gotta. We're gonna up miss the... you though, Aaron. I know it's a it's shame. It's not gonna really. be the same. Mm-hmm. I know. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Well, we got the Bucks on the clock here, um, and then the Packers will have another pick. Ooh, another defensive. We've got a lot of trades here. Yep. Looks like we're trading again. The Jaguars Bucks are going to the Jags. Up. So we do have a trade. We have an All Florida trade here. Is the Jacksonville Jaguars? are moving up to take the Buccaneers pick at number 27. Some players still available, by the way. Um, Nicobe Dean, the linebacker from Georgia, who many mm-hmm. thought would go before Quay Walker. The Packers took Quay Walker. He's still available. You have Andrew Booth from Clemson, the corner. Um, offensive line, 
Bernard Raymond from Central Michigan still available. Hey. By the way, only one quarterback. Yeah. Like sometimes when one quarterback goes, you see the trickle down effect. But, but at this point, Malik Willis from Liberty still available. Interesting. Which I wonder where he ends up now. I'm not necessarily surprised by that based on like what he is as a player. I'm just more surprised because of what we see every year at the quarterback position yeah. with the NFL teams. Like that's you usually see a little bit more urgency to take these guys, a lot of times overdrafting them. But um not the case right now. Not the, not the case this year. So the the weak draft class is kind of for quarterbacks is kind of coming to fruition. Yeah. With the exception of Kenny Pickett going to Pittsburgh and uh, poor Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> Got another super chat. Uh, Smuds, over under six wins for this, the, the Bears this season. Nick, you go first. Over six. I'll say over six. I can see him winning seven Obviously, games. you're saying they're going to yeah. go to the Super Bowl next year based no, on No, no, no. I never, said I never said that. that. No, I never said that. <laughs> <laughs> Nick said that. <laughs> I did not. Yeah, we all heard it. We all heard we, it. We can go. Let's rewind yep. the tape. Rewind the tape. Do we, nope. do we have that capability? Uh, no, we probably don't. Probably not. Oh. Not right now. No, no. But I'm hammering the over, by the way, on that. For over the six. Hammering it. You heard me. I, I don't think it's an under six win team. Okay, I agree <laughs> with you guys. I don't know that I feel very confident about it. What was that noise? Hammering it. Yeah. Oh, that was a hammer. Okay. Yeah. I guess that's I'm a wearing hammer. an IU shirt. I'm doing the Purdue Pete little hammering. I'm done. Can't do that ever again. Um, I thought somebody was like breaking in here for a second. That it happens is. in uh, round three. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do agree with you, mainly because, and I've said this a few times. Like, I just I think the schedule gets easier. Yep. Mm-hmm. I um, I think the offense has to take a step forward because how could it just be worse? Despite all the questions we yeah. talk about every single day, and the, who the wide receivers are, who the offensive linemen are, I just don't know how it could be worse. And then the one thing I did start to question with our OTAs access or our uh, mini camp access last week, I just start to wonder if the defense might actually take a bigger step back than I thought, even though they hired a defensive head coach. This might be underestimating the lack of talent on that side. Uh, just there's more holes than you than you might think right away, and this is a transition. They are changing the defense. Right mm-hmm. now, the one thing that could offset that that I do think will go up a little bit are the takeaways. Yes. Yep. And that's where I'm just sort of on the fence. Where is this team worse than last year's team? I don't necessarily think so. I'm also just not sure they're better. So if I have to pick between the over under on six wins, I'm probably going to go over just because the schedule's easier. Mm-hmm. The schedule, and then even yeah. though the talent may be less, and it's hard to say it's better when you lose a Khalil Mack. Like, that's still something that right. I, t- I toy with, but I believe the coaching staff is going to get this team, you know, playing at a much higher level of intensity and focus, and they're buying into it, it seems like. And I know you guys are there, and I have a little bit more of an outside perspective, but as long as they're believing in what the Bears are building, I think good things will follow that. Whereas last year, you know, I think everyone kind of knew what was kind of like written on the wall, and not that they checked in or anything, but. Like when you have the same game plan week in week out, and you're not trying to like go after opponents, and you're just trying to do your own thing, like I would just be so frustrated and just like I'm over it. Well, Ben Ben's place in the comments here had a really I think a valid point because he said Justin Fields should give you six wins. If we're thinking Justin Fields is going to take this step in year two, and I know that's fair it, though, that's a fair is. point. Mm-hmm. And like even though the offense is not 
set with the, the offensive line. We don't know the weapons that he has around him. Fields can still take a jump himself. And well, is he worth those six wins just, you know, just even in year two? Which, I mean, maybe you remember the rant I had like that one day. Yeah, it was almost yeah. like a month and a half ago, it feels like. But, like, if you're sitting here thinking the Bears should tank and just be an awful team and try to get a top five pick, you must not believe in the quarterback. Exactly, yeah. Because we all know how this league works, and if he takes a step forward that we all think he will, that I those just, are wins there. I, with an easier schedule, I don't see how they're in position to get less than those six. The only way I, I guess what I'm trying to say is the only way I see they're in a position to get like a top pick like that is if he just doesn't take that step that we yeah. all think. So we pick do have another the Jags. Pick. Yep, Jacksonville Jaguars who traded up. Devin Lloyd. The linebacker, linebacker from Utah. I love that Utah uniform, by the way. It's pretty sweet. It's um well they got a good they got a good linebacker. Devin Lloyd's a, a it's I not like Nicobe Dean, that's for sure. What did you say? It's not Nicobe Dean. It's not Nicobe Dean. Still that's, available. Yeah. Green Bay's on the clock. <laughs> and they go linebacker, linebacker. Linebacker, linebacker. <laughs> then I want <laughs> then I want to see David Bakhtiari's <laughs> tweeting then. <laughs> what if he just tweets never mind? <laughs> Disregard the last tweet. I, want, I still want to know what Lamar Jackson's tweet's all about. Yeah. The WTF. I get it if he's talking about Hollywood Brown, but. But it was only like, it was right after two the minutes. Linderbaum. Pick. Yeah. It was like, like two, two minutes, minutes after. So yep. that feels connected. Unless he was like me and had bad Wi Fi, then a tweet. Got <laughs> then like, it finally tweeted. And then it out. finally went through <laughs> at the wrong time. But So they turned Hollywood Brown into Tyler Linderbaum mm -hmm. and more picks. Because they traded back. Right. Like, they, they went to number 23, and then they traded back to 25 with Buffalo, and then they still got Tyler Linderbaum. Shh. Ravens. For as good as they draft, though, the Ravens, they should have more Super Bowls. They should. That, someone someone someone, said that in the yeah, chat. Yeah, someone said that yeah. in the comment. Yeah, um, yeah no, very valid. Um, it's not, it comes down to the quarterback. Joe Flacco wasn't going to give you... He was yeah. elite. Just kidding. <laughs> well, and that's also funny that they're two Super Bowls are with Joe Flacco and um, uh, Trent. Trent uh, Dilfer? Dilfer? No. No. Is it? What? Trent? No. What? Vinny Testaverde? Is that the Who was like it? The year 2000? Yeah, yeah. yeah In the year yeah. 2000. Uh, the, the defense won that Super Bowl, yeah. guys. Yeah, like. I know. No, it was Trent Dilfer. Yeah, Trent yeah, Dilfer. It was, it was Trent Dilfer. I don't know that's why. Let's like, go, well, Nick. Just Dilfer got it. it. I was second guessing myself. They actually emphasized the point, though. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> that was like, unintentionally that emphasized <laughs> what what I was trying to get at there. Um, but yeah, and someone brings up they killed themselves with that huge Flacco contract, which, yep. which is fair. Mm -hmm. So the Packers are back on the clock. We have one, two, three, four, five picks here left in the first round. Ooh, Olin Cruz will join us after that. And um, and the Minnesota Vikings will have pick number thirty-two now instead of the Lions because of that trade earlier. Man, what is Green Bay doing? What, here? Are, what are they doing? The pick is in. So like the Green Bay Packers pick is in. They are they're holding Pat and they're so making it. The, the prodigy is saying, "Please don't pick George Pickens." Oh boy. Well, we're about to find out in the next. Well, do they reach for a wide receiver here? Their next pick, I just looked this up. It's not till the 50s, but they do have. They do have. I, I want to say 53 and 58, um, coming up here. Well, not coming up here, but in the second round, they do have two second round picks. But there's a big gap between where they are now, and if we saw all these wide receivers come off the board, you got to think there's going to be another run on wide receivers in the second round. Another, at some point. Yep. 
Another defensive player, guys, for Get the Packers. No Get way. Devontae Wyatt. <gasps> Man, they st- Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> I can see What? Wow. <laughs> Holy. <laughs> Are you for real? Let's go live to Aaron right now. <laughs> Yo, I'm going to just have to slam my beer for this. <laughs> He's just going to retweet Lamar right now. Yeah, what the? <laughs> He's yeah, so angry Lamar. he might actually yeah. go get vaccinated. No, okay, oh. so Devontae White's a problem. I'm, I am immunized. He's a, he's a huge problem. Like, That's a fair the point. The front seven that Green Bay's going to have, that is a problem for the Bears. But this should have been an offensive player, you guys. Yeah. It really should have been an offensive player. But, hey, uh, now you have Hutchinson in Detroit. You have You have a bunch of good players in Green Bay, Rashawn Gary, Wyatt, Kenny Clark, um, their their linebacker that they just got like they they have some defensive players, you guys. So I know Batiari. We don't know uh, again how the tweet is supposed to come off. It's sarcastic, but defense wins championships. They're putting together a really good defense in Green Bay, but now another Georgia Bulldog gone. Another Georgia Bulldog dog uh, gone, and no wide receivers taken for the Packers. Interesting. That is just. <laughs> We're to like I mean, I get it. That's I mean, they they really are building a really good defense. Mm-hmm. But I just it the story is Aaron Rodgers there. It always is, and for all <laughs> these decisions that Brian Gutekunst continually makes, yeah. um, I mean, you know, it's not like he's doing a horrible job. The Jordan Love pick yeah. was not a good one, right? No, because. I mean, unless you're going to sit here and make the argument that it drove Aaron Rodgers to, because Rodgers did get better after they drafted Love. Yeah, and he that, did. that you know that is part of the equation. That doesn't make the pick better, but um, so you go back to all the offensive skill positions. They don't ever draft them, and they took Jordan Love. Now they're going more defense. It's just it's. It's hard not to laugh at it, and even if it turns out to be a good pick, like the yeah. best defense mm-hmm. in the league, it's just if, with how much Aaron Rodgers matters up there. It's it's crazy. Let me crazy. let me put a hypothetical out here real quickly. Okay, so they've relied on Aaron Rodgers for so long, and they they got one Super Bowl out of it, right? And he's been back to back MVPs. You see both these picks want going towards the defensive side of the ball. Does this signal like, hey, we want to? you know, utilize our defense, run the ball, and then we still have an MVP quarterback, so we don't have to put so everything on you. So we're trying to make it – it sounds going to sound weird – easier for Roger because you have the whole team element being more of a focal point in Green Bay. I don't know if I that's – I can see what you mean by having, like, a more – Complete like said, like team, three, maybe? You know, both sides of the ball being a little bit more well-rounded. However – like not having anyone to throw to is gonna be tough. Yeah. But I, I can also see Green Bay just saying, "Hey, we have a MVP caliber quarterback, and he's supposed to elevate you know, these guys around him. So we can wait until later on in this draft, which we know is a deep class. True, and still yeah. pick up some guys that'll be difference makers here for this offense, and they can play a little bit more. I call it like small ball, complimentary football or two, I guess. But yeah, look, I'm just trying to rationalize what they're doing here. I don't know. To. If you don't have to. Yeah, no, that's true. Well, there is some rationalization to it, and um. You know, it's interesting. You talk about Eric Stokes, their first-round pick last year. That's three Bulldogs. Wow, yeah. They love you know, so they obviously like their their Georgia Bulldogs. Uh, I don't know if you guys have noticed. Uh, they happen to be a very good college football Georgia team. Georgia good. Yeah. yeah uh, so good. maybe not the worst strategy to, you know, I don't know. The Bears keep going after their wide receivers. That hasn't worked out as much. Um, <laughs> but on that defense, 
hey, a lot of good players there. Also, uh, our friend Courtney Cronin tweeting, I found this interesting. The Jaguars trade with the Bucks was the ninth draft day trade tonight. That's the most in a first round since the draft expanded to three days in 2010. There were only three draft day trades in the first round last year. Wow. Okay. So, and what's interesting to me about that too is I don't think we got our first trade until number 11. Yeah, it took a while. Everything in the top 10 had been done before tonight. So it's really all mm-hmm. these, it's almost been half the pick since we got to number 10 tonight have been traded in some form. So it's it's been quite crazy uh, since you got out of your top 10 tonight. And uh, the Green Bay Packers have drafted two Georgia Bulldogs in Quay Walker um, and Devontae Wyatt. Bears offensive line. They, yeah, yeah, you need to load up. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Especially at guard. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what a super sticker is, but we just got one from Corey. Uh, it's a Shiba dog <laughs> saying good job while raising his thumb up. I assume that looks oh, cooler yeah. in the YouTube than on our screen here. But uh, thank you, Corey. Oh, it's like, is the sticker like probably the thumb up then? Because I like how it just says while raising his thumb up. <laughs> thumb up. Cool. Super chats, super stickers. Super sticker. I like that. You can like print them off and just like you know stick them on yeah. the set or something. Mm-hmm. Hey, if you're liking the show tonight, make sure you hit that like button. We appreciate you. Hit subscribe, notifications. Uh, Will, you were just kind of uh, referencing what uh, Shaggy here said, Bryce Suter. Yeah, between Lions picks and Packers picks, Bears definitely need to get some yeah. online. Yeah, they really, I so. really do. It's a. Gr- I mean, it's a great point. There's there's some real players in this division, and they're they're getting added quickly. Uh, we will have Olin Krutz join us as soon as this first round is over. Um, we, there is another Vikings pick coming up here in a few. Uh, Aaron says the Packers were dead last in run defense last year. It's been bad for years, so tonight makes sense in that context. Absolutely. Good point. Yeah. Their defense has been getting better, but it's been far from perfect. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You know what? Going to take a second break from all this draft talk, I'm, and I'm going to ask you guys a question. Everybody here in the studio, too. Do you want to start maybe your night off with a competitive edge because we're doing the, the draft at night? Late night show? Yep. I could, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, here's how you can do that, you guys. Our next partner um, is, oh, oh, uh, all right. We're going to take a second break here, you guys. I have Athletic Greens pasted in here twice. Oh, no. So. Oh, no. So now oh. I need to go find. Well, who are we looking for? They're, they're good enough to be pasted twice. That yeah. is true. I'll give them that. That is true. So Are we looking for Strava get... Coffee? Is that what we're looking for? Yes, we're looking Strava, for Strava baby. Coffee. Oh, yeah, go get that Strava Coffee, oh, Reed. Yeah. I know you love it, Nick. Come so on. I'm going to go find that real quick. And that's what happens on live shows. Which well, you do yeah, while, while we're, while you we're doing what, that. You know what's <laughs> clearly happened, though, here? Two beers he didn't take his Strava. He didn't have his Strava Coffee. He didn't get his competitive I took my Athletic Greens, though. And he's not on top of it. I took my Athletic Greens. While we're waiting for that, Avery is like, can we get a live Aaron Rodgers, producer Lawrence reaction to the no wide receiver draft to Green Bay so far? What the F? How about that? <laughs> I'm angry and immunized. Boo. That's <laughs> true. This, uh, both are accurate, I think, depending on what your definition of some of those words are. Um, immunized, immunized, immunized. Um, we, someone get this guy a cup of coffee for the yeah, love seriously, of God. Like, someone get this guy, and, and then we don't even need the read. He can just drink it here I in front could, of everybody. That would be great. And satisfy our friends. DVD infused. It tastes great. All the health benefits. You'd think at this point he could do it off the top of his head. You would think, but I Olin's haven't had Olin's getting my all coffee. the reads on Monday. I would like that. 
because clearly you're, I can't. You're do them forfeiting anymore. all of them. So that's all right. Let's, Let's just recap who we've seen th- in the thank uh, you. NFC North. Thank you, Aaron. Oh yeah. Go ahead and recap. Yeah. All right. All right. So, uh, yeah. So <laughs> let's get used to these guys that the Bears will be facing. Uh, edge rusher Aiden Hutchison uh, and Jamison Williams, uh, the wide receiver from Alabama, go to the Lions. And uh, for the Packers, no wide receivers, but Quay Shit. Walker, the linebacker from Georgia, and Devontae Wyatt, the D tackle, also from Georgia. Made in Georgia. Made in Georgia. Nick, you're on the clock. <laughs> I have it, you guys. Thank <laughs> you, Joey, over there. Uh, so, to go back to that question, you want to start your day off with a competitive edge? Strava CBD coffee is a game changer. It's helped thousands of people to improve their overall wellness and quality of life. Strava delivers delicious, fresh roasted, specialty coffee infused with organic broad spectrum CBD. And CBD from hemp doesn't get you high or hungry, but it does offer real benefits that can help you. Like making you feel alert and without the jitters. And you can live your day more balanced with less anxiety and fewer aches and pains. Plus, including CBD in your daily routine can even help you enjoy more restful sleep so you wake up feeling at your best. And the best part, Strava is all about quality. Everything is small batch, fresh, and shipped straight to your door. Strava also offers concentrated full-spectrum CBD tinctures for those looking for a more traditional CBD format with a powerful entourage effect of benefits. And here's the most important part. CHGO listeners can save 25% off their entire purchase when you use code CHGO25. That's 25% off your entire order at StravaCraftCoffee.com when you use code CHGO25 at checkout. Discount coupon valid on non-subscription purchases, only one use per customer. And are you already? And if you already love Strava, you can subscribe and save with the Strava Coffee Club. With Strava, you're in control. Save on your favorite coffees and have them automatically delivered to your home or office on your preferred schedule. Well worth the wait, Nick. Oh, yeah. I don't know how. Well, I shouldn't have as many Google Docs as I do. But I understand. They're everywhere. And I, want, I also want to ask people, like, if you're, not, Google. <laughs> if you're not a member of, like, CHGO by now, like, it's been over two months. Like, I, I really don't know what you're waiting for. Like, it's such a tremendous value. I think I mentioned last time it's like 75% off the cost of Netflix per month. Uh, if you do the annual annual membership and you have so many great benefits, uh, like getting a free t-shirt, like, you know, Nick and Adam are wearing right now. I'll get mine one day here <laughs> at CHGO to kind of represent here on the show. Uh, on top of that too, by becoming a member, you unlock, you know, all of our great articles that we come up, not just on the bears, but on all the teams in Chicago uh, that are amazing rockstar staff covers. So if you're a fan of the other teams, uh, you get even a little bit more uh, value at that as well. And, what I really love about, you know, becoming a member is that you really do help support like local journalists like all of us here uh, on CHGO. And uh, I think that is very important in today's day and age. So, again, you get a free T-shirt. Are we going to toss a phone here live? We're just going to give it to you, Joey. There you go. There we go. We can do this. I mean, we can do Joey, this. get out there for a second. Yeah. You're, yeah. Look at that. Let's show that jersey. Yeah, we got to show his yeah, jersey. Exactly. I mean, because it's beautiful. It's, hey, Bears Nation. Yeah, we? show him the back of the jersey. Oh, yeah. It's the Dorson jersey. That's OG. That's from his that dad's closet. That's beautiful. Thank you, Joey. Lawrence insults me though because he he tried to he he didn't think I would even know who Dave Dorson is. Well, that receiver from you know the Georgia, his dad. You didn't <laughs> yeah, know him. We're never gonna get that. And I think he played after Dave Dorson, so I just thought which one figure. played for the Cincinnati Bengals and which one played for the Bears. 
Good question. Okay. Uh, speaking of uh, draft picks that have happened, uh, the Patriots, I believe, have taken Cole Strange off the board. Oh, strange. Wow. Strange jumped pick. into the first. Strange it pick. is a strange pick. Are we still in the middle of that Strava read? Because it would be strange if I was talking about other picks. While you're still no, we've moved on like, to the okay. glorious place called CHGO. So the uh, Chiefs are on the clock. I believe their pick is in. We don't know who it is yet. I but, actually uh, know who it is. Oh, well, let's break some news for me. It is Purdue defensive end, George Carloftis. Carloftis. Hmm. All right, Big Ten. My second Big favorite Ten. Purdue Boilermaker in the draft, obviously, behind David Bell. Uh, <laughs> no, really good player, and uh, he goes to Kansas City. So they get their... They go defense, defense also. Yes, so they end they up did. with Trent McDuffie, the corner, and they also had Karloftis at uh, number 30. So another team that you could say, hey, they need a wide receiver. You know, they got a lot of good players on that offense. They also have Patrick Mahomes. But like the Packers, the two teams that have traded big wide receivers in this offseason. Don't replace them yet. They go defense-defense with two first-round picks. Is that a testament to the depth of the receiver class this year? Well, I do think we obviously saw a run on those early. Right. And, I, you know, where the cutoff point was was kind of where – People thought it would be Sky Moore. Sky Moore, <laughs> your guy. <laughs> yes, and uh, now there's been a big break on wide receivers. <laughs> I wonder You're why. Like, we're not touching Sky saw, Moore. Everyone saw that mock draft yesterday. They're like, nope. <laughs> I'm telling you, after that yesterday, though, Sky Moore is destined for greatness. I hope so. I, I hope so. <laughs> but I'm, I feel really, you know. For the P- Green Bay Packers in the second round. The fact that Cole yeah. Strange went 29th overall, though. Like, this is a kid that just rocketed up draft boards. You know, pre, what, pre-senior bowl. He was, like, looked at, like, a fourth-round pick. Moved into, you know, fringe third round after a good showing there. Combine took another step. To, like, mm-hmm. hey, he's a second-round guy. And Bill Belichick and the Patriots said, nah, we're going to take him in the first. Uh, they, they know. Well, oh, Olin's mad about this one. With Uh-oh. his strong gift game, he's he he did the uh, Jim Carrey "Oh Come On" gift from Liar. Liar. <laughs> oh, there he goes. Yep. You guys seen Liar Liar? I have. When I was like, yeah, it's been okay. a, it's really been a while. young. Just making sure. It's, it's been making, a little bit. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So we'll have to get his thoughts on that one. And now the Kansas City Chiefs. Um. Oh, they're just tweeting late now. They are at the point where we're now at the point where the teams are tweeting they're on the clock after the picks have already been announced by reporters. Mm. That part of the draft. So what we got? We got two picks. We got <sighs> we got yeah Cincinnati and Minnesota. Wow, flew by. Oh my goodness, we're almost at Olin time. Almost at Olin time. Travis Kirkian says Sky Moore is going to be like Steve Smith Jr. Ooh, okay. I see, you know the sky is the limit quote from Benny G, and you know I want more of that. <laughs> His briskers. I think. Uh, we should go ahead and bring in Olin whenever he's ready at this point, to be honest with you. So we'll, we'll get Olin on here quickly. A couple more picks left uh, with the Bengals on the clock and then the Vikings, and then we will be done for the night. Uh, not here on the show because we are going to look at everything that happened. The, we're going to get Olin's thoughts on everything that's happened, and we're also going to break down who's still available for the Bears once we get uh, through these last few picks because you know, at this point, what are we, nine picks away from the Bears pick? Yeah, we're good. 30, yeah, 30, 39. We're nine picks away. Single from digits. Oh it won't be gosh. until, you know, almost 24 hours from now. But yeah. but we are still getting there. Mm-hmm. It's exciting. It's exciting, especially as we kind of recap who's actually still available and try to determine the other teams in front of them. What are they going to do? Maybe the Bears are I think they're in a position to 
to get some good players still, obviously. Mm-hmm. And this is this draft is pretty good in terms of that second, third round. So the Bears are in a good spot, but we'll see what they end up doing, and we'll see first what these last two picks are in the first round. I see from uh, Bears Talk Underground are wondering where we ended up getting that food because we tweeted it out earlier this evening, late afternoon, and uh, it was Portillo's. Oh, yeah. we got Look, we are ready here. We got the Portillo's. We had candy earlier. <laughs> expired candy? We had expired candy. That poison my, candy? My wife tried to poison me, apparently. <laughs> uh, she gave me. She knows I like Skittles, and it was my birthday last week, and she gave me a big, giant bag of Skittles. I started eating the Skittles today. I brought them in for you guys. I was trying to be nice. You know, I knew you were bringing in some candy because you told mm-hmm. me uh, the excellent Starburst jelly beans. So good. You got to go jelly. If you're going to jelly bean, you have to go Starburst jelly beans. Those are really the only ones that should exist. <laughs> there are some really awful tasting jelly beans if you eat the wrong ones. Have jelly you ever belts? tried the, the Harry Potter ones? Have you ever tried what? the Harry Potter jelly no. beans? Don't. Like, there's earwax. There's, like, these exotic, crazy flavors that you don't want in a jelly bean. How's that legal? Yeah, no. They, That's they, like Fear Factor-esque. It is. Like Daxton Hill to the Bengals. Daxton Hill from Michigan. Okay. Okay. There it is. Bengals take Daxton Hill. And now the Vikings would be One on the clock. Pick away Finally, from the on the clock. Of the night. They've been trading the entire night. They made one trade. I feel like they've traded forever. I feel like everyone It was traded. forever ago. Yeah, that's... Yeah, so... Adam, I have a question for you, though. Like, obviously, the Bears tonight, they're going to kind of reassess their draft boards, and we'll have that conversation soon, but, like, with them picking at 39, like, do you think they have, like, a lot of work in front of them, or do you think it's kind of like what they expected and they're feeling confident and they don't have to have a late night house all or wherever they're stationed? Wait, you just you think? Are you asking me if they're happy with how this has played off? Maybe played out, and just in general, like like how much work, like readjusting of the draft board, do you think they would have to do? Like how it's gone so far. I mean, here's the thing: as we sit here, I don't know that there's been any major surprises. Mm-hmm. Wait, what? What are people tweeting? Yeah, Maybe. I know. Is that real? There's some people that are uh, currently in the comments talking about the Bears being on the board and trading up. But is that don't is that mess real? with me? I, I would think have people to, are just trying to mess I with me. I think so. Cool. I, I also am hearing uh, uh, Ben's play saying Malik Willis to the Vikings. How fun would that be? Ooh, mm. just had a mini heart attack. You do wonder if the Vikings will take another swing at quarterback with with their new general manager, new head coach situation. Um and that last pick of the first round, you sometimes see quarterbacks go there because you can you get access to that fifth round or I'm sorry, the fifth year mm, option yeah. uh with the first round picks. So if you're the Vikings, you're looking at the quarterbacks and you're going, Yeah, we probably should take one. Um, but we don't need to take one as high as they were because they were what, number twelve, I think they were when they traded back. Um, so they go back to number thirty two. And they might be sitting there going, well, we'll let one of these quarterbacks fall to us at this point. So um, I could see that happening. Yeah. I don't know if it will, but I, I could see it happening. So uh, Aaron Rodgers is on the Pat McAfee show right now. Ooh. And he said, Rodgers on O-linemen and wide receivers. You can find guys in the second, fourth, and fifth, and sixth rounds that can play. Okay. Any round besides round one. How, <laughs> wait a minute. And, and wait round a minute, seven, How is Aaron Rodgers on the Pat McAfee show when he's on the CHGO Draft Day Live mm. special at the same time? That is a little strange. I don't even know how that's possible, quite frankly. Um, <laughs> now, the Vikings are on the clock, but we do have a guest that's uh, calling in. Would you, should, do you want me to bring him in? Yeah, we can bring Olin in. Let's, we'll get, let's we'll get do it. What do Olin's you say? Olin's live reaction. The point I was trying to make earlier, because I know there's been some surprising trades and stuff, my point was... 
as the draft board sits in terms of the actual players who were drafted, depending, you know, yes, it was surprising. Like the lions went up and made that mm-hmm. trade, but they drafted somebody who was going to get taken in the first round. So my yeah. point is of the players left, it's kind of where we thought it would be. Okay. That makes so sense. They can sleep easy yeah. tonight, but Olin is here. Um, Olin, we've seen some some gifts from you on Twitter when the <laughs> offensive linemen have been drafted. You upset some of these guys came off the board and are not going to Chicago. Is that is that what's going on? Uh, I was a fan of Tyler Smith, as you guys know. I like his feet. I like his play strength. Uh, obviously, he needed work with his hands. But uh, when he went to the Cowboys, uh, put him next to Zach Martin. I think he'll learn a lot from him. So. Uh, obviously, a lot, of these, a lot of these linemen are going a little earlier than we thought. Cole Strange goes to the Patriots. Uh, some people hoped he would drop. But you, would, you just hope that uh, when the Bears came up, some of these guys would still be on the board so they could get to some linemen. As we all know, uh, everybody says for years, we've got to fix the offensive line. But then when you guys do mock drafts, you all take receivers and DBs and safeties <laughs> and D linemen. So that way you can keep continuously complaining about the offensive line, right? But we're just hoping that that, that draft was going to thin out. But as we know, and, and, and Ryan Poe said as much uh, at the podium, that it, this draft is pretty deep in offensive linemen, and there will be guys there. And you never know what Ryan Poe wants to do. I heard Adam talking about how he had that mock draft where he, he made a bunch of trade backs, get more picks. Uh, it sounded like Pose, that's something that Ryan Pose wants to do. We all know that the Chicago Bears need bodies, right? They don't have a lot of bodies on their team. Uh, they have a lot of holes to fill. Uh, then just another part of this draft that, that I just smile watching is uh, the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> they, they didn't want to get Aaron Rodgers any help, I guess. So they get a linebacker. Uh, that D lineman uh, was a guy I thought would be a sneaky pick for the Bears later. Uh, a three technique, the kind of guy they needed, not at Ogan Joby. Um, you know, didn't pass his physical. I don't think that we can all say that Justin Jones is a starting three technique in the NFL. So uh, a lot of guys to look at coming up in the second and third rounds. Very interesting uh, first round of the NFL draft that we just watched. Uh, I thought the Lions did a nice job getting themselves some difference makers. Uh, Aiden Hutchinson is going to be a problem for whoever plays uh, left tackle for the Chicago Bears. You know, Olin, so the Green Bay Packers, they do go both those defensive picks and mm-hmm. We were kind of making fun of David Batiari's tweet saying, love it, defense wins championships. Mm-hmm. With the strategy that the Green Bay Packers had, like what, what, again, what are your just initial thoughts of that and how that impacts Aaron Rodgers moving forward? Well, when you look at their roster, it's really strong, right? They got the MVP of the league in Aaron Rodgers. The guy David Bakhtiari that you just talked about didn't play all last year. He wasn't in the playoffs a year before. You could make an argument that the Green Bay Packers at least make it to the Super Bowl if Bakhtiari doesn't blow his ACL. Really, it was Jason Pierre-Paul who dominated the game in that NFC Championship game the Tampa Bay Buccaneers pass rush did. If you have one of the best left tackles in the league, that changes that game. So the Packers roster is still extremely strong. They went and got themselves a linebacker. They went and started themselves an interior defense lineman. Look, the Chicago Bears signed Lucas Patrick. Uh, they have Cody White here, but that's Kenny Clark. And now this guy, Wyatt, is lining up a defensive tackle with Kenny Clark with Rashawn Gary on the outside and Preston Smith on the other side. That's a problem. That's a problem for whoever uh, uh, lines up there at offensive line for the Chicago Bears. When you look at just our division, uh, if, the, if the Green Bay Packers get Bakhtiari back at full strength, they have one of the better offensive lines in the NFL. Uh, they still have Aaron Rodgers, uh, and he'll make receivers better than they are. But 
Uh, you would think eventually they got to get this guy some help at wide receiver, especially after uh, trading away Devontae Adams. One quick update because we do have our last pick of the night, the Minnesota Vikings mm-hmm. making it at number 32, and it's fitting to end the night with another Georgia defensive player, Man. safety Lewis Seen coming off the board uh, and going to the Minnesota Vikings there. So they also go defense uh, with their last pick of the night. So it's not a quarterback. It is a safety, and that's who the Vikings end up with. They will also pick early tomorrow with the 34th pick that they got back uh, from the Lions in that trade back, which would be a good way to go with you, Olin, right here. What do you think about that? The Lions making a, a big splash Mm-hmm. Uh, with wide receiver, too, and Jamison Williams was obviously hurt. But, man, if he was yeah. healthy, probably the first wide receiver off the board. Yeah, probably the first wide receiver off the board. Very dangerous wide receiver. And you're thinking it's a pick. Uh, they're just looking at their future. This guy, get this guy healthy, get him back playing at a high level, and you got a dangerous wide receiver for years. You, you match him with TJ Hawkinson in the middle of the field, Swift at running back. Uh, they got some weapons now there. Uh, the yeah. Detroit Lions do. They took Panay Sewell last year. Their offensive line looks pretty damn solid when you look at that offensive line up front. I think um, their guard's name from Ohio State, they took a couple years back, Jonah Jackson, I think he's a very good football player. Uh, he's developed for them. So um, th- this Lions team looks like they're getting better. Uh, we always say the Lions are going to lion, though. So we'll see. <laughs> they they got to show us, uh, even though they have all these guys, that they can win football games. They still got Jared Goff at quarterback. Uh, Dan Campbell, you know, clipping people's knees out. All the things the Lions normally do are still there. So we'll see. We'll see as, as they move on. But uh, they seem like they got two uh, very good football players there. Obviously, the Chicago Bears, you're always looking at how do they match up in the NFC North with these other teams. Uh, they're looking up at at least uh, the Green Bay Packers, as we know. And we're hoping these other teams don't gain ground on them during this draft and developing a lot of good young football players. As we all know, the Chicago Bears need to do, Ryan Post said on the podium, as much. we got to develop homegrown talent. Well, Olin, I'm just wondering now, first round's done. The Bears mm-hmm. will be on the clock in seven picks, right, at 39. Yes. What, is, there, is there a position that you're kind of looking at that's still available that, <laughs> that's like, hey, the Bears can go here and get a good player. Like, just yeah. kind of what are your thoughts as we're now heading and we will eventually head to day two of the draft? As we know, man, the second and third round, you can get a lot of good football players, right? You get a lot of pro bowlers end up there. Say so 2003, the Chicago Bears took Pena Tillman and Lance Briggs mm-hmm. back to back. Two pretty good damn football players there. So uh, here we are in the second round of draft. Uh, Ryan Poe's era is about to kick off. It's about to begin. We're all cheering for him, man. We, we need good football players in that building. They need pro bowlers. You think of guys in that building, in Eberflus' system, in Luke Getze's system, and develop these guys uh, immediately. You know, I'm, I'm looking at the offense alignment all the time. Uh, you got the two Central Michigan guys, Rahman and, and Getke. You got uh, Nicholas petit Faree from Ohio State. Uh, these are some guys you're looking at. But uh, it, it, it falls, guys, as you see with these names, almost what Ryan Poles is talking about, maybe we trade back. Maybe we trade back. We get ourselves a, a fourth-round pick somewhere in there so we're not waiting 77 picks after our third pick for our fifth-round pick. So uh, they need bodies. They need guys. Uh, we'll see what they do. Uh, coming up here, but as you guys know, you guys started to draft way more than I do. Do you all you guys mock drafts? There is tons of good football players left on these boards 
ready to develop, ready to put in that Hallis Hall and get them going. Uh, let me ask you about a couple of them. Because one mm-hmm. guy we haven't asked you a ton about, but he came up on the show the other day, is uh, Minnesota's Daniel Falele. Uh, mm. he, obviously, he's enormous. Enormous. Yeah, I, I just don't think, Adam, I don't think he fits what they're going to try okay. to do. You know what I mean? I think he's a good football player. I think he's more of a power scheme guy. I think he's more of a, if you guys know, like a gap scheme downhill. Uh, Ravens. Think the Ravens. What the Ravens do. Uh, Ravens went and got Linderbaum. Good pick by them. Ronnie Stanley comes back healthy again, gets that foot right. Uh, they got two good offensive linemen there starting right away. But um, I like Falele. I think he's a big, massive mauler. I don't think he's an outside zone type, right? If you think about outside zone scheme, we're trying to move the guy sideways. You're trying to get the defense running sideways, running all the time, just trying to find creases. Falele is more of a kind of guy, he's going to line up in front of you. He's going to take you from point A to point B straight back. Oh, and like between the two positions, though, right? Like tackle and mm-hmm. like interior offensive line guard, when you're looking at like who's available versus like the, the need right now, especially with what – we saw it kind of happen in the NFC North. Like, which mm-hmm. position would you lean towards as, like, the bigger need currently? I, I would lean towards, if you look at the Chicago Bears offensive line, and we've talked about this many times on the podcast, and I think you do this even with wide receiver. Uh, you can do this with defensive line. You can do this with any position. I think you got to make, like, a basketball team. Like, when um, Adam was dominating up in the Libertyville YMCA up there at <laughs> 6'3", when he was 6'3". Look, you have to... <laughs> get different kinds of bodies, right? <laughs> you have to get different kinds of body types. And I think they have enough center types. Cody Whitehair can play center. Sam Mustafa can play center. Lucas Patrick can play center. Um, if I'm not mistaken, uh, I'm losing his name now, but from South Africa, is still there. Dieter Iselin. He's still there. He can play center, right? So I think they have to get guard tackle types. That's why we all like Tyler Smith, right? We like the fact that he had the feet for guard. He had the feet for tackle. He had the body type to play either uh, this petite Faree is a kind of that kind of guy, right? Like a guard tackle type body. So I'm thinking that uh, if I'm Ryan Pose and I'm not, those are the kind of guys you're looking at. But uh, they're also going to look for um, outside zone types and, and uh, Dylan Parham. Those kind of guys come up in my mind. The kind of guys who who are really good, good, really good athletes. I think he played for Memphis when we broke him down. Is that right, Nicholas? I think he was a Memphis guy. Uh, when we broke him down. But those kind of guys, I'm thinking athletic, guys who move guys side to side, get their helmet up the field, get on the second level, uh, create seams for those kind of guys. But I, 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 would, I would personally be looking for taller, bigger guards that I could put in there next to all my center types. Well, you asked me earlier, kind of I guess what would be going on at House Hall right now and mm-hmm. how they're feeling. And – I've taken some time here to sort of look at who's left, look, mm-hmm. but not only I'm, I'm, we're kind of doing exactly what the Bears are doing right now in that room because you look at okay, how has this, how, how has this changed? The Vikings now have a pick ahead of you. You know, there's been some trades, but you look at the teams. I can't help but notice the Bucks. Okay, I guess they could draft a wide receiver, but they have they have weapons. Mm-hmm. The Vikings. They have a couple wide receivers there already. Like, I guess they could. The Titans already took a wide receiver tonight. The Jets already took a wide receiver tonight. Probably the Giants, Texans are candidates okay. in that area. Uh, you certainly could have teams leapfrog you. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, those quarterbacks are still available. So you could also have teams. Mm-hmm. Like, that's one of the things that shook out tonight that I think helps the Bears. Because at some point, you're going to have teams start trying to grab those quarterbacks that were not drafted 
tonight. Mm-hmm. I guess my point is, and I know I'm talking about wide receivers a little bit, mm-hmm. there's some good football players. You mm-hmm. could pair N'Kobe Dean, go Bulldog, Bulldog, and linebacker with, with mm-hmm. Roquan Smith. Um, you know, we, Bernard that Raymond. Being said, that being said, Alex, would you, I mean, Adam, would you trade back? I, I guess depending on, on like, if you – Who's let's say, there? Let's say two teams trade up for some of these quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Almost certainly I'm trying to trade mm-hmm. back because I just feel like it, it's – unless one of these guys, like, let's just say N'Kobe Dean was somebody you, you just never thought was going to be there. You thought he was definitely going to be gone in the first round. You can't believe mm-hmm. the Packers took his teammate over him. And then, then you might be running to the podium to be like, all right, we got our linebackers set now for the next mm-hmm. five years. But mm-hmm. other than, other than that, I mean, there's um, the safety from uh, Penn State, Jaquan Brisker, still out mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. That's another guy I would take seriously. Uh, the guy Logan Hall still available too, Adam. Um, Logan Hall still yeah. out there. The three technique. I guess my point is, the more I'm lo- looking at this, I think this first round played out very nicely for the Bears, he, mm-hmm. despite that run on wide receivers. There are some really good football players out there, Olin. Yeah, and it was going to, right? It was always going to play out nicely. That was where the strength of the draft was. The strength of the draft was later in the second, third, and fourth rounds, and that's why you see people trading picks to get fourth-round picks, to get back in the draft so they can get more guys in their room. So uh, the Bears are, are I, I think, in a pretty good position. Obviously, a lot of good football players are off the board, but um, not anywhere near where you would need to panic and say, we can't get anybody. Uh, obviously... Eventually, offensive line is getting a little thin. I think the, the kind of guys I think you come in and immediately make an impact. Now uh, you can develop guys. You can get them in the room. Uh, guys, two, three years down the line, you you can use them. I mean, uh, my first year, I sat behind Casey Wigman, and Casey Wigman was a great center. I learned a lot from him, but I definitely was not ready to play in the NFL my first year, which is hence why I went 64th in the third round of the NFL draft, and I had a lot to learn. I had a lot to learn about preparing as a pro. I had a lot to learn about training as a pro. And I had a lot to learn about playing the NFL game. So, so when you get to the t- point of, man, can these guys help now? Can they help Justin Fields grow now? Uh, you're getting a little thin there on the offensive line is, is the only thing I worry about. And it doesn't mean you can't find good football players who can help you later down the line. But it does mean eventually when you're talking about this year, the fact that you didn't go out and get any free agents to make an immediate impact except for Lucas Patrick, that's all you worry about a little bit. Olin, um, for this first round, who do you think improved the most? I'm just going to throw mm-hmm. out a team out there. Like, I think the Baltimore mm-hmm. Ravens had an awesome draft. Going right. with Tyler, Tyler Linderbaum and then Kyle Hamilton. They, I, I think they had, you know, ki- just a home run. Mm-hmm. Of course, the Iowa yeah. guy. Yeah, of course. Yeah. They well, did. I mean, hey, it hey, fell. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, he thinks the team that drafted the Iowa guy had the best draft tonight. <laughs> well, and then, and then mean, it's a center, okay. so oh, he's, he's, think, play, he's playing with my emotions, though? right? He's playing. He knows <laughs> I'm going to agree with him when they take the center. They must yeah, have improved. Yeah. They took the center. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, the Ravens always seem to get a few guys, and, and they have a good secondary anyway, right, with Marlon Humphrey and Marcus Peters. Uh, they brought the Michigan – I'm losing his name now, but the Michigan defense coordinator came back. And he is their defense coordinator now for the Ravens. So uh, they always seem to have, for whatever reason, the Ravens seem to have a pretty damn good draft. We talked about Tyler Lindenbaum. They're playing the pivot. And then all of a sudden, maybe Ronnie Stanley comes back, who they didn't have all year last year, who you would argue when healthy is the top three left tackles in the whole NFL. So their, their old line gets a huge boost there. Uh, I, I think you got to be a little, little bit impressed. Obviously, they had three first-round picks. But what, what the Jets did, mm-hmm. uh, you know, taking Sauce Gardner, uh, they, took, they got that – 
you know, uh, Lewis Riddick was emotional over Jermaine Johnson. I'm glad he finally got taken. I was worried about Lewis a little bit. And then who was the Jets? Their last pick was uh, Garrett Wilson, the, yeah. the Ohio State wide receiver to get speed on the field. So the Jets have three first-round picks. They do a nice job. And, and I thought that the Chargers, obviously being an offensive line guy, getting Zion Johnson to put him next to Slater and um, – Lindsley, I think Lindsley is the center from the Packers. They, they signed him last year in free agency, put those guys in front of Herbert, and got themselves a pretty damn good offensive line now. Hey, Olin, we ask you so much about offensive linemen. Mm-hmm. How about some of the pass rushers that go up against mm-hmm. – let's, let's not forget the Bears could use some pass rushers. Uh, Boye right. Mafe from Minnesota is still mm-hmm. out there. He's mm-hmm. a guy that was getting some potential first-round love. Um, Perrion Winfrey is still available. Free yep. <laughs> apparent, and and the Bears look. Uh, we heard a little bit of rumors about them trading Robert Quinn, right? And, and would they trade Robert Quinn at 32 years old uh, after he won the Piccolo? Still three behind me, but we won't get into that. Um, listen, <laughs> that you can always, like your guy saying, you always need pass rush in this league. You just do. I can't say I studied a ton of pass rushers, as you probably know. I, I get bored watching them. They're doing all the kung fu, and they don't really, they don't really interest me too much. But um, Eberflus, in his system, he wants to rush four. He wants to play zone behind it. He's got to get a little pass rush. Uh, their defensive line right now, it's the first time you come into the year in many years, and you say these guys don't really scare you, right? That defensive line before, you, you would, they, would, they would keep offensive linemen up at night. So uh, a position, Adam, as we go through this draft, they should be probably looking for pass rush and a cornerback to put opposite, opposite Jalen Johnson, and a safety to match up with Eddie Jackson. Uh, they do. This team, we've talked about a lot. This team, you could basically throw a dart, and they have needs in a lot of places. So you just mentioned that, Olin. This team has so many needs in a lot of places. Would it surprise mm-hmm. you if the Bears went two defensive players to kind of start off this day two of the draft, if they really prioritize the defense here? I would normally say not at all, right? In, in Chicago, I would normally say not at all. I've seen a defense get prioritized for a long time here. But we heard Ryan Post talk a lot about fixing this offensive line, right? We heard him. We know he's a former offensive lineman. Offensive line is his expertise when he came in. I think he sold uh, the Chicago Bears brass on the fact that he could fix the offensive line. I think he wants to start at one of those two picks in the second round. He wants to start his tenure with an offensive lineman somewhere there. And that's the only reason that it would shock me. Because like you guys are saying, uh, they could make they could justify taking a lot of positions in this draft. The only reason why we keep talking about offensive line heavy is that's all we've heard about. That's what Ryan Poles' expertise is supposed to be. Ian Cunningham is a former, former offensive lineman. I got to think they think that they want their identity, the first couple guys they pick in the, their first NFL draft. I would have to think it's going to be an offensive lineman. I, I think there's a lot of logic there in what you just said, Olin, because with all that stuff about the offensive line that he said, mm-hmm. and then you see what he's actually done in free agency, it just it, there's a lot of logic in thinking, well, it's got to be addressed mm-hmm. tomorrow. <laughs> and I feel the same way about the three technique because you saw the Bears try to address that, and then that fell through, and we know how important that is to the head coach, Matt Eberflus. So I could mm-hmm. see both of those being the Great picks point. tomorrow. So let me ask you this, Olin. If uh, George McCaskey is paying you sixteen dollars an hour to sixteen oh two, okay, to be the guy making the pick tomorrow night, mm-hmm. um, yes. and you're gonna go offensive line, you have mm-hmm. Bernard Raymond available, Daniel mm-hmm. Faalele. We got your thoughts on him earlier, Darian Kennard, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. Rashid Walker, Dylan Parham. 
You're right, though. There's a little bit of a, a drop-off here, but where would you go mm-hmm. if you picked one of those guys at number 39? Uh, one of the few guys I studied that you mentioned was probably Kennard, if, you, if you're talking about the guys you just mentioned. Again, I, I just go back to, Adam, talking about body types. Mm-hmm. Again, as much different guys in the room and, and you know, uh, not getting another guy. I, I've talked many a times and love these two guys and, and, and love playing next to them, but I thought it hurt us when late in my career we had Roberto Garza and Josh Beekman, right? And we were all basically three centers in the middle of the Chicago Bears offensive line. I think it's always good to mix and match guys and have somebody that has your your weaknesses, you know, say long arms, big, tall guy, heavy, playing next to you. And then you fill in with the speed and and, you know, maybe the um, the ability to process football and, and get guys all moving in the right direction. So uh, that's why I would go in that direction. Uh, but you can make an argument for anybody really there on that offensive line that fits an outside zone scheme. Uh, they always talk, talk about hat speed and outside zone schemes, getting your hat across, running guys side to side. We talked about all that earlier. So uh, but out of those guys you talked about, I'd probably go with Kennard. On the same kind of token, though, it's like let's flip it to the defensive front. Like out of a few guys that are available, we have DeMarvin Leal, uh, Nick Sky, Perrion Winfrey, Logan Hall. Like which one would maybe present, you know, opposing offensive linemen, you know, the biggest fits? Or who would you take out of that trio? Yeah, I just I can't say I studied them, that those guys a lot, right? We look, I looked, right. looked at Perrion Winfrey a little bit, Logan Hall, taller guy. Don't know how much he matches what Eberflus wants to do, although DeForest Buckner, who is an absolute freak, has done a great job with that body type there in that defense in Indianapolis. Uh, But, you know, I would say if if those guys are on the board, then you take the highest guy ranked on their board if they're they're going defensive line there. All right, Olin. Appreciate you staying up late with us. You'll be here tomorrow night for our full Mm -hmm. show. What did you guys get for dinner there tonight? Um... What was the ruling on, on tomorrow? We were, it was pizza. pizza. Tomorrow's pizza. pizza. Yeah, but, uh, Tomorrow's pizza. What did yeah. you guys get tonight? Portillo's. Portillo? Oh, you Portillo's. can't ruin Portillo's, man. Yeah. Portillo's <laughs> is good. <laughs> yeah, when Portillo's. We're awesome, pizza man. Tomorrow. Guys, you guys do a great job. I appreciate you guys having me on. All right, thanks. There he is, Olin okay. Kurtz. He'll be here from the start tomorrow. We are on at 6 p.m. on the dot to start tomorrow. When the second round starts, we are here. We'll have the lead up to the Bears pick, and we will get that those picks, picks. We should picks. have at least three, maybe more tomorrow maybe night, more. depending on how it all plays out. I think there's a lot of good players still available. Honestly, a couple that I did not expect to be available that I'm going to have to go home tonight and watch a little bit more film of. Uh, Nicobe Dean being one of them. Yep. Uh, Bernard Raymond, who's the, um, the Central Michigan offensive lineman that I like – I'm, I'm trying to just not look at the resume too much because he's he used to play football in Austria. Yeah. He was a wide receiver. Then he became a tight end. Now he's an offensive lineman. He played He played in the MAC. And I'm like, this... But maybe that's all the reasons why he fell out of the first round. Maybe, Nick, when Adam was saying that, I was thinking like he's like a Pokemon, like evolving, right? Like receiver, <laughs> tight end, off, like, yeah. offensive tackle. Like, that's a crazy amount of like body change, but like you talk about clouds as Owen and everyone was talking, I was just trying to quickly compile a list. I have like 16 players that I would be okay with drafting at pick 39. Yeah. And I think that speaks volumes of like the bears willing potential willingness to trade down here Mm -hmm. tomorrow night. Because if you have a cloud that large, and I think we talked about it yesterday, it's just a math exercise. Jalen Petre, 
Kyler Gordon, Kyler who we've talked Gordon. about. Logan Hall, whose name just came up, but I know I've talked about a lot that I think is a, 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 a Jaquan Brisker. There are a lot of guys here that could really help the Chicago Bears. Um, the one thing, though, is offensive line mm-hmm. is where I think it's a little bit weak at this dip. point. Yeah. So uh, it'll be interesting, but we will be here for you. We promise it's going to be a lot of fun. And um, just one more time, want to make sure you know that if you're looking to bet on who the Bears take, points bet is the place to do that. The home of live betting for the NFL draft. Points bet will price any draft market you want. Download the points bet app today. Use code CHGO. Get two risk free bets up to two thousand dollars. There's some good we gave it to you the other day. There's good value on defensive linemen, by the way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If they do take that three technique with their first pick, I think it was like plus four fifty or something. Plus like four fifty mm-hmm. or something like that. It and well obviously those are, are probably adjusted tonight mm-hmm. based on the picks that have been made by other teams. Christian Watson's still out there. There's George guys. Pickens is still George there, you guys. I know there. that excites a lot of Bears fans. So We know Will has a, <laughs> a post-it note in his pocket right now <laughs> that if you open it up, it says Sky Moore no, no matter, matter what. what. <laughs> but That's not what it says. It was one mock draft. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> it was one mock draft. Wait a minute. He didn't deny, though, that there's a piece of paper. Now I want to know what it says. He just said it's not Sky Moore. Now I want to know what what it is. I wish I had his actual it's, post. It's the receipt out. for his tire that he had to. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Sorry about yeah, that. that. Yeah, that was a, was a rough way to start the day, <laughs> popping a tire in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> How were you in the middle? I want You wrote that message. I want to be like, why were you in the middle of nowhere? Uh, I went to like where I grew up in like northwest Indiana, oh, okay. middle of the cornfields, uh, kind of caught up with some friends and was heading to breakfast this morning and hit a pothole. Immediately it went flat and waited for a tow truck. Put a spare on, found a tire. It was a, a nice, you know, five hundred dollar day. That's too bad. I mean, yeah. you could, you had to go all the way out there to hit a pothole. You could just drive on the Kennedy. <laughs> I know. It's like driving on the surface of the moon right now. <laughs> drive right down the block. Oh my They're goodness! The <laughs> Do they do anything about that? There's literally one lane on the inbound Kennedy. I I like just stay out of every single time I drive down here because it's it's bad. It's like guaranteed to pop. I mean, I'll say tires. this: like on two ninety, every morning when I come in during rush hour. They've got one of the lanes. They've got like the trucks, you know, like telling you to go to the left, go to the left. Oh, yeah. Yep. Why are you doing this at 9 a.m.? <laughs> Do this at 3 in the morning. I don't care. You're union guys. Get up in the middle of the night. Come on, man. <laughs> also, invent roads that don't break. That would. Well, no, that's great. no, that's all. That's actually, they got to keep their jobs. I the know. Oh, that's <laughs> true. Yeah, that's true. Fix this so one we of, can fix one, it again next week. <laughs> so the one of our uh, longtime <laughs> listeners of like the Chicago Wild Bull and now our show, big fan, uh, Jonathan Otten, was texting me about the tire, and he's like, "You know, Washington State has the best roads, man. Like, never a pothole. They're made out of like some like granite like style roads." Oh. And I told him, "Like, now I want to take a vacation just to Washington State to show my kids like the pristine roads." Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's a you know, it's like the iPhone. They don't have to break every year. They just do it on a schedule, so you have to buy the next one. Yep. Yeah, we get it. Samsung. Oh, that thing sucks. Samsung. Get out of here. Samsung. We get a, Samsung. You need to get an iPhone so we can text you without the... the we want the blue. Yeah, we want the blue. We want the blue. Nobody likes the green text guy. No. All right? We got to... Come on. 100% agree. No. I hate the green text. <laughs> Don't be the green text guy. I'm the green text guy. Sorry. My fantasy football league, there was one guy that had the green, and it just ruined the whole league. He fi- we, actually, we actually got him <laughs> to finally get an iPhone by Thanksgiving. The worst part about the green text guy in the group text <laughs> is that then you get people who don't realize they still hit the like, you know, they double tap for the haha or the like, I liked this. And then it tells you uh, this person liked and then it writes out the sentence. Yes. 
And then you get 19 people doing that, and you're like, Ugh. what is going on with the world? That's just not... That's get an iPhone already. Come on. There you go. Come on. That's you why slack. the green text guy, he'll be at House Hall tomorrow night. Um, that's right. Do that, that's my punishment. No, we are. It's going to be awesome. So tomorrow night, we're going to be set up. Nick's going to be at House covering the Bears picks. He'll get all the reaction from the, who the Bears pick. Ryan Poles will speak to the media. And... Um, and I'm looking forward to seeing all that coverage from House. Will, you'll be back here with me and mm-hmm. Olin Krutz in studio for the entire night. I didn't even pick the Bears to go to the Super Bowl. No one did. Like, no, no one you did that. <laughs> no, you heard it. We'll we bring do, back the tape. Can we do one fun thing before we head off this real quick? Yes. Just name one player that the Bears will draft. Like, you, if you had to put your money on there right now, just one player. I don't care. Sky Moore. Punt God. Punt God. Kyler Gordon. Yes. yes. Kyler Gordon from Washington. That was actually down. who I was going to take, so I'll go somewhere else uh, on that one. How about uh, Salier, the uh, lineman from Georgia? The Jamari Salier. 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 Okay. Yeah, that one makes sense. That one would make sense, so I'm, I'm not going to say it, though. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, I already did. tomorrow. We're going to go with Roger McCreary because I don't think Gordon makes mm. it. Oh, that's a good one. So I think McCreary yeah, will be think there. Mc, He'll be McCreary went 38th in our mock draft, if I'm not mistaken. Wow, that's a good recall. Hey, you know, I'm going to actually can. say, seriously, uh, Logan Hall, though. Okay. Yeah. Defense. Defense, All defense, defense, defense. Hey, All we are the NFC North up here, guys. Yes. Yeah, essentially. We are Brian Gutekunst. <laughs> Thanks, Anthony. Super Chat. Booth and McCreary still on the board. CB yes. mm-hmm. next. I think Let's so. Let's go. A lot of good players. I I'm, I don't know about you guys. I'm not going to go home and go to sleep. I am going to be <laughs> watching some of these guys that I'm, I'm surprised that are still available. Uh, can I suggest if you're going to watch a N'Kobe Dean film, yeah. just go to the semifinal, the CFP semifinal, and watch the play where he runs down from across the field. He runs down the Michigan running back. And okay. like it's it's like a little swing pass, I think, mm. and he he gets him in the backfield. It's a play that should have gained at least five to seven yards. Doesn't, and it's it's a it's a tackle for a loss. It's wild. Sounds like Roquan Smith. Yeah, shout out to uh, in the bleachers at in the bleachers. Uh, Michael Felder, my old coworker, love that guy. Mm. He's killing it for draft night as well. So, well, yeah, that's all. You, a lot of guys behind the scenes here that, that uh, you get to see Aaron Rodgers, but we also have Joey. We got a whole crew. Jake Flanagan's still here. Kevin Kadek's still here. So many people behind the scenes. Kevin Kadek's dog. The dog. We get the dog on. Yeah, where's Maisie at? She went to Maisie sleeping? She's been running around. Oh, she's actually in Kevin's lap right now. Oh, here we go. (laughs) Come on, we got to end the show with the dog. She's so tired, though. She's been running around here all day. Come here. Come here. Here, Maisie, 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 Maisie. You got to pick her up, though. Can we pick her up? I don't know. Come here, Maisie. She's just stretching. Can't see this. The graphics down there. There we go. Look, even got the little bear shirt. What a way, what to, a great end. Oh, way to end. Oh, Maisie. Oh, you're so cute, Maisie. <laughs> I'm no longer talking in front of the mic. All right. <laughs> We're out of here. Good night to Maisie. <laughs> Good night to everybody helping us out here at CHGO. So we'll be back tomorrow. Olin Kruitz will be here. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us everywhere. Hit that subscribe button. We'll talk to you tomorrow at 6 o'clock. See ya.